This is a parental guidance moment. Welcome back to the Sunday service. It's the world's shittest podcast, and I have two very special guests joining me once to, again today, Mr. James Connors and Alan Brady. What's your first time, Brady? Welcome. Yeah, well, thanks for having us on, man. I'm really digging the um, studio that you got here as well. It's uh, yeah, it's nice. It's it's good when you've got like a actual dedicated space rather than having your housemate sort of walking through and screaming at you about not paying enough of your power bill halfway through the podcast. <laughs> so it's actually that's very very nice, man. You've done a great job. I've uh, I have tried to do one in Canberra, but was living with three boys. Oops, I'll turn that on silent. I was living with um. There was three of us in a house, and yeah, it didn't work out. <laughs> Trying to record a podcast, one of the boys comes home, slams the door. He's like, "Yo, what's up?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, doing a podcast. He's like, "Oh, fuck, sorry, man." It's like the Kool Aid Man smashing through the wall. <laughs> Yo, it's um, better than um, like when you had the Lord Mayor over to your house to record yeah, a podcast, and she just oh. had to like step over your washing and shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So look, look, it could be any Lord Mayor we're uh, talking about. So when I tell this next story, <laughs> if they're not identifiable, so yeah. like it could be the current one or the one before. But uh, yeah, so like I, I had like a podcast studio at my old house, and I was very sort of Joe Rogan esque. It had like the red curtains and stuff. And we got in there. My mate was doing a podcast. So it was like my mate, the Lord Mayor. Well, like the, any Lord Mayor, like yeah. the Singapore district. <laughs> And um, she gets in there. She's like, oh, this is Joe rogan Are you boys going to choke me out? And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, and then I didn't say anything, pretending I didn't hear it. Because I'm like, I don't know. what. Like, do I need to laugh at a rape joke that, like, the man's saying about me? And she's like, no, boys, are you going to choke me out? And I'm like, fuck you. It's yeah, fuck. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, I, I remember years and years ago, I, I did an interview with a punk band. And, like, the lead singer was in a wheelchair. Yeah. And he kept making jokes about, you know, oh, I was like, oh, I was, I was out last night. I got legless. And I'm like, anytime he made a disability joke I had to stop laughing the millisecond he stopped laughing it's like but it's like that I'm just like I mean, the red mayor is making rape jokes about what the fuck am I meant to do like yeah so that's worse than any heckle I've ever got on stage that was I, I had no idea what to do oh fuck that's fucking red hot yeah <laughs> <laughs> we, we come into this like blast, like yeah, yeah. like re-injury, like the, the fucking story's on fire at the moment. It's not good. I don't know if we can top that one. So, <laughs> oh mate, um, we like to do a beer breakdown on every episode. So, uh, without further ado, let's get into a bit of this. There we go. The uh, the Cali Triple IPA. That's it from our friends over at Guelo. Um, so I'm pretty sure I know what that means. Yeah, it means it's a it's a Cantonese slang or slur for like ghost face slash white chat. <laughs> yeah, I I, I think it's a Gerard McGann has a bit racism about it. in the first two minutes. <laughs> right, it's, good. it's the yeah. best. Like I was just like when I found that out. So I buy these from um the I think it's the Prince of Merryweather um. And yeah, the guys there were telling me that it's a it's a slang, like it's a slur. And I was like, "Fucking sold." <laughs> well, it, it, it takes me back to that Louis C.K. joke. He's like, "You can't call me a cracker, like like you can't even hurt my feelings." Like you're taking me back to like 
owning, you know, like property and people. Like it's just <laughs> like as a white person, it's just like, oh cool, slur away. Like I feel I don't think there is. We discussed this a few weeks ago. I don't think there is anything you can say to a white person no. racist to like to get well, us offside. Like I, I, I was chatting about this to like a, another comic yesterday. It's like, oh, cause all comics like give each other shit. And it's like, if you're roasting someone, they roast you back. You can't get upset. And I feel it's the same with racism. <laughs> like if we're <laughs> racism back at us, we've been doing it a long time. <laughs> that is kind of hypocritical. Like, well, go, okay, let's just pump the brakes, fellas. This yeah. is, uh, you know. Yeah, it's like fighting a guy with a cauliflower ear. It's like, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> we're too good at it. Yeah, please don't call me the c word it's offensive yeah, exactly. to my people well, well when it comes to racism like white people it's like we're at nba level all right anyone else wants to do it it's like nbl like yeah they're playing the same game but they're not playing to the same standard like is what i feel yeah we're the goats at racism yeah, exactly. we're the globe trotters yeah. colonially as well i guess oh this is not off to a good start is it this is uh, that's i, I can't even have the excuse that i've had too many beers i've had Two sips of this thing, but it's it's a ten percent beer. So like, that's listen, just, I've already been called a slur by my beer. I'm offside. <laughs> I'm aggressive. It's bringing out it's bringing out the silliest. The Cali Triple yeah. IPA Guaylo. Go check it out. It's a pretty nice drop. Uh, three standard drinks, as I said, ten percent. It's smooth on the palate. It's fucking glorious. Yeah, it's delicious. Um, triple is in triple strength. I'm guessing. Yeah, so it's a. Uh, uh, I I don't know I don't I don't know enough I'm not going to pretend yeah. uh, I know there's IPA there's double IPA this is a triple I think that it just it kind of goes up in like the the maltiness <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe not mm. I think it, actually I think it has to go with like the um, the percentage wise of the beer so well it makes racism go down smooth it is does. what it feels <laughs> like it's uh it's very nice like a bit of a bit of racism sliding down your throat <laughs> exactly. on a sunday on a sunday yeah. is it doesn't get much better it's than very that. sort of cleansing to the palate ethnically cleansing yeah so. <laughs> i'm sure the brand is thrilled with this. <laughs> Making them double down the name, like yeah, we still hate white yeah. people, the- <laughs> and it's good because it's like a Japanese Sydney like crossover. It's like a collaboration, yeah. You know? And the Japanese like you fucking filthy white dogs, and we're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we are. But-, <laughs> but I feel like if, J- if Japan's going to do it, because Japan is like the England of Asia, like they're, they're the ones that were the colonial powers in like China, um, like you know Korea. all the Pacific Islands. Yeah, they, they like if anyone's going to do it well, who aren't white people, they're like number two. Like they're, they're, they, 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 they know what they're doing those those japanese oh mate absolutely and they make I, good- I like how they're like we need to fight back the only way to really like embed our racism into white people is to do it via the medium of craft beer <laughs> which <laughs> that's the only way we're going to accept their yeah. racism like, look, it's pretty, if this was a shit beer then we'll be like you know fuck japan like well, they're just jealous, I guess, because they had a lot of colonies, but we got to keep our colonies. Yeah. So that's, yeah. You can't hang on to it, Japan loses. That's it. It's probably the best way to get your, your racism marketing in there, in, especially mm. in Australia. So, like, just either tobacco or beer. Yeah. Well, but, but, like, when, you look, when you're doing, like, the market research, right, and you get the Venn diagram of Australians are like beer, and Australians are like being racist, then like, you pull those together, you're like, okay, cool, that's where we need to go. It's just like, that's the two things we it's like. A large Here's market. our target. <laughs> <laughs> we got the target demographic fucking spot on. Dude. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so, no complaints. Uh, fucking be- beautiful beverage. Oh, well, no, no complaints except for the racism. Except but besides that, like, taste yeah. wise, great. Yeah. yeah. Take it the beer, the fine. The podcast, so many complaints. <laughs> 
Lucky there's only 12 listeners. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't shut us down, boys. Yeah, at least uh, uh, as long as none of the 12 listeners work in HR at the University of Newcastle, will yeah. I do that? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be all good. Speaking of brilliant marketing, there's there was a Queensland brothel um, that, that, po- that, <laughs> that yeah. posted a uh, picture that was saying uh, a pie and a Coke and a quickie for 150 bucks. Far so out. how many tradies you reckon made the most of that deal? <laughs> <laughs> Would it be fucking Monday to Friday, midday to two PM, which is Bang coincidentally when tradies knock off for work about two PM. That's yeah. when they start I, to I, I love that because like I filmed like um it was this like exercise campaign for this massive logistics company because everyone that works there, the average is 55 and they'll just drop and dead. Right. So like they were trying to say, trying to educate them on like the dangers of like sugar, fat, and like they weren't listening. They're like, if you do 10,000 steps a day, then, you know, balance it out. But with that as well, like if you're having a pie and a Coke, banging is cardio intensive. Yeah. Like it's actually <laughs> the healthiest way to have a pie and Coke. So I think there's a responsible message there, which is great. Yeah. A pie, Coke and a poke. Yeah. <laughs> Did they use that slogan? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you need to email them because uh, that is brilliant. There you go. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome. Yeah. And like uh, Brad will be relocating to Queensland yeah, yeah. as part of his new position as the marketing coordinator. Yeah, marketing coordinator for brothels. It'll look good on the Dude, resume. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just like... Dude, how hard could it be to get dudes to want to fuck hookers? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, who, how did they even have to have a marketing, like... Well, I think just, like, the marketing guys that did the marketing for this beer, they were just like, okay, so these... <laughs> so, like, the men that come in here, like, banging, and they're also fat fucks. So, like, yeah. let's just join those Venn diagrams again. <laughs> so. The old trusty Venn diagram. <laughs> I, I wonder... I just feel sorry for the poor women, for the dudes that choose to uh, have the pie first. Yeah, oh, no like, way. <laughs> I was so just thinking that because, like, a pie, they're hot, so that takes fucking that could take seven to ten minutes of yeah. eating time. Yeah, and then you've really got to knuckle into that fucking but, quickie. <laughs> but 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 here's the thing, right? If it's a low quality pie and you've given them a half hour window, and that's for the pie, the coke, and the banging, some of the guys might not get to the banging. They're like, dude, the indigestion is not good. I need your toilet. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you got yourself a little bang yeah. part. Sorry, it's already game. 2 p.m. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the genius marketing move of all time. <laughs> oh, they're stepping up in the world. <laughs> Fuck, that made me laugh, though. Like, oh, dude, and like 150 bucks. Fuck, that's cheaper than a pie that you'd buy at the footy. And yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and you get a quickie as well. Like, <laughs> you yeah. can't imagine that the hookers that they have in there must be too red hot, you would imagine. I'm feeling like, you know, like a three-star hooker's probably working there. Yeah, yeah. The the premium ones are doing the sausage roll deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um I remember when we went to Edinburgh, so it was me, Luke and Joe Antar, and um there's like a Someone was like, oh, you need to go to the strip clubs that are there because there's this area, I think they call it the Devil's Triangle or something. So it's like a intersection with like six roads all meeting in one place. Oh, I like people can say you can see the majestic churches, yeah. you can see the countryside. <laughs> see the because, castle. Yeah, exactly. like, or you can well, see the strip clubs. Well, I'm a tourist, so, you know, I need to tick this off. <laughs> you to say it like it was out of your hands. You had to go to the strip club. When in club. Scotland, <laughs> you know. Um but yeah, no, there was, but I was personally just like, I want to see a stripper that has a Scottish accent. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that would be funny. And it was. Would you like uh, me to rub my titties for you? <laughs> 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 Did you like that? 
They uh, all sound like they're and Rachel movies. is Scottish, isn't she? Yeah, but like, <laughs> look, I think being racist towards Scots is really fun, right? Because they are lesser, they thieve, they can't be trusted. Anyone with an accent that thick, they, there's not a lot of like good thinking going on. It's, and they're definitely uh, part of the kingdom. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they eat organs for breakfast. Yeah, like, exactly. it's just... But like, this is like, I got in an argument with Rachel because I was talking about the great inventions that we've had in Australia, right? So like, we've got like Wi-Fi, like mental. Rotary clothesline. Okay, it's dropped off quite significantly, quite quickly, right? <laughs> I, I didn't realize that Scotland actually invented everything. Like, okay, and toaster. And you're like, oh, that's right. Refrigeration. Uh, the horsepower formula. You're like, what? Like, it just... <laughs> going, uh, they invented radio. <laughs> like, they invented the first TV. They invented penicillin. He's like... And I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck do you guys do? And she's like, it's cold. We bang and we invent things. Yeah. Like, that, that, that's it. You like, don't want to go outside, so you're just trapped inside some walls. <laughs> yeah. Making shit. I wouldn't mind talking to Gary. <laughs> I do not want to go out there and <laughs> just invent some radio. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we, we went on a rugby tour to Scotland and I was looking forward to playing there because I was like, oh, it'll be sweet. It'll be like... And James is like, I was snow. told to check out the strip joints. Yeah. Again, so. <laughs> but okay. I was underage. Yeah. Yeah. So, I so my PE teacher <laughs> took me. I got a permission slip from <laughs> mum and dad. <laughs> it was out of my hands. That's what the adults took me. Yeah. Dad's like, see some Scottish titties. I want a full report back. <laughs> but I get there and it's like six six inches of snow on the field and stuff. And I was like, this is going to be sick playing in the snow. It's actually horrible. Oh, it's what happens worst. is underneath, they don't have grass because the yeah. grass has died because it's so cold. So all they have is mud and mud is dirt and water and water when it's below freezing becomes ice. So it's muddy ice. So you're running and just getting tackled and just getting sliced up by this like stuff that you can't even see. It looks like a winter wonderland, but actually everyone's just getting sepsis. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I remember it was brutal. And I was like sick as a dog at the time with whooping cough for the second time. Um, not vaccinated. <laughs> and yeah, so I'm like sick, sick as there, but we were staying at a place, a person's house, like a billeting situation. And they had like a, teenage daughter that was like just 18 going out in the clubs genuinely it's snowing outside it's like minus 30 and just chicks going out as if they were going to finnegan's here dude i it's like how are you not dying of like frostbite yeah. at this point so like, if james took a picture that would probably be my girlfriend like, <laughs> she's the one doing that well she couldn't wear much clothes because she was off to the strip club yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> Where every Scottish person, yeah. it's like the mandatory military service. Yeah, exactly. He's like, now yeah, you're 18, Sophie, go out there and shake your ass. Look, it's Bring like home it's, some it's, bread. It's a tourist destination. Like, even the Queen said she loves Scotland. So, like, she'd go in. It's like, not discriminatory. It's Dude, fine. We, we uh, growing up in Canberra, it was the same, like, minus six degrees in the wintertime. Girls going out in just like from their tits to just below their ass, like, just in a dress. And we used to say that there's three things immune to the cold. Polar bears, penguins, and bitches from Canberra. Like it's, <laughs> I'm just, it's unbelievable. I'm like, yeah. it is commitment for well, you to go out there and just put, like that's some mental. Toughness it's like you're not in Jersey have. Shore. You don't need to dress like that, can't you? Yeah, I don't know. Like dress like a sexy Eskimo or something. And like, it's freezing. The here. great rouge is dudes would fuck anyone. Like you yeah. could literally <laughs> wear a potato sack <laughs> out, and a guy would be like, "All right, then." The girls are in competition with each other. Like if like all of them are like you know wearing like fucking like a mini skirt in minus six, and then one chick rocks up in like you know an Adidas tracksuit, that she's not getting talked to all night. Like <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna get bullied for not being a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like that's what's gonna happen until she pulls a flick knife on him and she's yeah. like, "What's up?" <laughs> Dude, one of my friends, Angela, shout out, wore <clears throat> one day we had, it was a birthday party. I think you had to dress like a musician or something. And she went as Lady Gaga in caution tape. 
all really all like caution tapes hell. and huge glasses and heels out. And so she had like a she had like a boob tube and I think like a G string or something on underneath, but like was covered up enough. And the funniest thing was like this guy couldn't get into a nightclub because he didn't have the right shoes on. Yeah. And then Angela walks in in fucking caution tape, and he's just going off at the bounce. He's like, you got some chick in fucking caution tape? <laughs> he's like, I can't get in here because I don't have the right fucking shoes yeah, on. Yeah, but, but if she gets yeah. murdered that night, she's going to do the cops like a massive favour, <laughs> like in terms of just taping off the area. So they're thinking towards the, the future. The crime that- scene's already sorted <laughs> yeah, exactly. out. Exactly. And another chick just comes in with chalk all over it, like this is perfect. Right, so... <laughs> Yeah, I, I had the exact same situation. It was after like a party and it was Finnegan's too that we were trying to get into. So it was like a dress-up party. It was like tight and bright or whatever the fuck. And yeah, my ex at the time, girlfriend at the time, was uh, dressed in like barely any clothes. And I had like, uh, I, I think I had shorts on, which yeah. I was wearing a size small leotard from Supre which was genuinely like making me bleed. It was that tight. Like, <laughs> like the, the seams were cutting, cutting in deep. Into, yeah, yeah. Um, but then I chucked some shorts on in a college shirt and they were like, you're wearing shorts, you can't come in. I was like, my girlfriend is not wearing shoes and you just let her in. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Dude, there is absolute some double standards when it comes to women getting into but like clubs. James, as a club owner now, would you have let you in? Absolutely not. Okay. No, club owner has, no club owner has ever said, you know what? We don't have enough dudes in here. Like, yeah. no one has ever said, you're saying double standards? Like, yeah. Like, I would be kicking your fucking ass out too. Even if you're properly dressed, I'd be like, not properly dressed. You'd be like, what? There's not enough fiber in those pants, okay? Like, get a higher thread count, you peasant. Like, I can be, I'm doing anything not to let you in, dude. Well, listen, with the mouth breathers that we do let into the club, <laughs> maybe I would have been okay there. Yeah, yeah, we're but. talking about the comics, though. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a little bit different. I'm one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I remember we went to a dress up and my um, mate, she was like a bit of a tyrant. She wanted to have, I think it was for like a 25th or something, like a Disney theme. And she's like, no joke themes, blah, blah, blah. And she didn't really like all of us. So it's like my mate's missus. And he like, she just wanted us to sort of be divorced from her. So I kind of like a fuck you to her. Like um, my mate, he went as Bambi's mum after she'd been tagged by the shotgun. So like, oh he got God. a reindeer mask and then like a full like realistic like shotgun wound. <laughs> <laughs> and she went fucking mental. It was so hard, dude. But classic Disney character. Okay, so. <laughs> My first yeah, I would have got as like a racist Donald Duck. <laughs> Remember that? Daffy Duck, like, just dressing as a Nazi back in the day? Had no oh, do, you, do you guys remember um, Bugs Bunny when they made, like, an anti-Japanese World War Two? Yes! And it's called Bugs Bunny Nips the Nips. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus oh, And he's Christ. got big buck teeth. Oh, big and, like, buck teeth. <laughs> <laughs> 20 <guys>. minutes. He's <laughs> like, fucking hell. Maddie, Maddie went to a costume shop yesterday, right, to buy, um, to buy Halloween supplies for a Halloween party. And, dude, the amount of racist costumes in that shop. And I was like, but that's, like, their job. That's their business is to sell racist costumes to people. That's, like, of course they're okay with it. But there's, like, the amount of, it, like, Indian headdresses. And it's, like, (laughs) Indian man. And it's a Native American. It's, like, there's... Yeah, but always a white dude is the model on the thing. (laughs) There was. There was. And then there was a Kim Jong-un mask. Yeah, nice. Eyes were non-existent. (laughs) Completely shot. 
and the buck teeth. And I was like, because the buck teeth is a lost art in terms of like the stereotypes. You never yeah. see that anymore. No, not at all. Never. I like you saying lost art, like, you know, <laughs> an art form we should have preserved, okay? Mickey Rooney did a great job in Breakfast at Tiffany's. That scene was beautiful. And then like, like oh. It was El Dorado of racism. <laughs> <laughs> My first um, Halloween in Canada, my cousin and all his friends were like, it's like nothing you've ever seen, man. Like, everyone gets into it. And I was expecting it to be like here, where like no one really gets too yeah. into it. Mm. And like at midday, you see people like just getting all their costumes and shit. And I was like, bro, I've got no costume. Like, I don't know what I'm going to wear. And went to a went to a shop and I found <laughs> a priest's outfit. And as we were walking home, there is in like this other op shop, just like this little, like soft, like plush toy boy. So I've just went and grabbed <laughs> him and he's wearing like a little green hat. And I just fucking strapped him to my pants and, <laughs> and pinned his hands like over my crutch like this. So it just looked like he was blowing me. <laughs> and like I was, <laughs> I was walking down the street. And people are like, happy Halloween, like blah, blah, blah. And this one lady's walking with her husband and her kids and she's dressed up as a witch. So she's got like a broom and I'm walking to the apartment. She's just like, she's looked at me, smiled and then looked at my costume and it took her like five seconds to realise what, what I was. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's like a pedophile priest as I'm walking past. She's like, you're a nasty man and was hitting me with her broom. I was like, bro, what the fuck? Take a joke cut. It was like really stressful, but her husband was huge. So I'm like, I'm not going to do anything. Like she's got a little kid there. She's like, he's a nasty man. I was like, but, but if you did do something, imagine her like, you know, chatting to the police sketch artist, trying to identify <laughs> it. Like, it's <laughs> Bro, the funniest thing was just trying to walk like uh, walk quickly away from her because like the little fucking boy was just like interrupting <laughs> my stride. Oh, yeah, he's feeling no longer on the ground, just holding on only by the hands and the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, this is a much more terrible one, and I'm, I'm glad that I was wearing my costume, which will become uh, apparent in a second why. So um, it was like autonomy day at the uni. It's probably my second or third year at uni. I, I, I can't remember. I was like, look, all I'll say is it's the same time that um, Hey Hey at Saturday had their whole blackface fiasco. It was literally like <laughs> two months after. And I feel, I'm glad like camera phones like couldn't fucking stream shit like that. So anyway, we all decided to go as Mortal Kombat characters, right? So I went as Sub-Zero. My mate nice. went as Scorpion. And then my uh, mate, who's now a manager of one of the biggest mines in Australia, he went as Jax. Right? And so, um, so like, I, I don't know if you guys know, so, so Jax has got metal arms. So the metal arms was fine. He put on some silver paint. Uh, and he wears a little brace, so that was also fine. He's also a black man. And my mate is very Caucasian. And he painted his face with boot polish. <laughs> and then he rocked up. But like literally, oh, no. he, he didn't fucking know how bad it was right now. This is the thing. Now, when you paint your arm silver with face paint, that washes off. When you paint your face with boot polish, it doesn't come off. So like, we've literally got like African exchange students looking at this guy like, okay, he's dressed like a guy in a Mortal Kombat, but I'm going to beat the fuck out of this guy. And we're like, dude, you better get that shit off. It doesn't come off. And so the thing is, he got dropped off by his mum at the uni, didn't have a car, so he just had to be in black So there's all these photos with us all together. Thank fuck I'm wearing a mask. Okay. So thank fuck I have the least identifiable part of my face there. And, and the thing is, right, so he's the manager of this fucking huge mine, like one of the biggest in Australia. So you guys probably have people at home Googling. Um, but 
Facebook memories come up. (laughs) So me, like a gentleman, untagged myself, which is fine. But for him, he kept untagging and everyone kept re-uploading and tagging. (laughs) He's like, like, cunts, I got a 600 grand a year job. (laughs) Pump the brakes on this. He's like, just tell him it's coal dust. It's like, fucking hell, dude. But like, Unbelievable, dude. One of the most powerful dudes in Australia mining. Yeah. So uh, anyway, it's good to, you know, keep the racism themes going. Oh, my God. Fucking hell. That's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, hot tip. Uh, Boot polish, uh, not the best for blackface. That's the best. Hope someone can walk away. Yeah, you want like a watercolor or something. (laughs) If if you've got a blackface, you know, go with a dark foundation. (laughs) That washes off. Just do a, an Ariana Grande. She hasn't been cancelled yet, what? so it's fine. As long as you can walk away from this podcast a little smarter. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's okay? it. That's We're it. an educational podcast. It's an educational platform. You've learnt something. Keep your racism under wraps. Under, <laughs> under a hood, a pointy white one. <laughs> my, my, my heart was pounding when I saw like just my eyes and that sub-zero thing. And I was yeah. just like, I can't imagine how he felt. Um, you know, like he was going to lose his entire future, which he should have felt. So it was fine. Well, luckily he was somewhat disguised. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he just like, that wasn't me. That is obviously an African-American <laughs> professional fighter with metal arms. Yeah, we don't know me. where he came from. It was one of the exchange students. <laughs> He's a hard worker. If anything, it shows that we were friends with minorities (laughs) back in the day. (laughs) Fucking hell. Yeah, isn't it wild how much times has changed? Like, fucking. How funny is it Justin Trudeau's been caught blackface on, like, multiple occasions? He was just like, every party that's dressed up, he's like, coming as a black dude. James James was telling me, like, didn't he have a quote where he's just like, look, I don't know how many times I did it. All right. No, (laughs) so they they caught him up on a plane, right? So he's like, just landed. They let press onto the plane while he's like, he's in that awkward stage where everyone on a plane where, like the seatbelt sign has just come off and everyone yeah. stands up to grab their bags, but everyone's in the way. So everyone's just awkwardly like half standing. That's what he was doing, basically f- facing the media. And they're like, so is this, is this the only time that you've done it? And he was like, yeah, absolutely. And they were like, well, we just found this other photo. And he's like, oh, listen, I don't know how many times it's been. Oh, fuck. I don't know how many times it's been, but it's, oh, that's I'm very the, sorry. On the power supply. <laughs> that's not good. Uh, it should be, it should have, be we got a, have we got a cloth somewhere? We'll uh, have Hold a up. quick break and we'll come right back. All right, and we are back from that technical technical drama. We're all good. Am I all good with this? Fuck it, who cares? I'll just talk on a bit of an angle like that. Yeah, so I think we're talking about uh, Trudeau. And, like, so, the thing with, like, his blackface is that, like, it's obviously did it so many times because his whole costume is down. There's not one single streak in the face. He's got his oh, little yeah. hat. He's got his, like, you can tell that he's practiced <laughs> multiple times. I um, So, like, my, my ex was um, from Liberia, um, and she was going to a costume party, and she was like, what can I go as? And I'm like... Whiteface. I'm like... I'm like, why don't you go as Trudeau in blackface and get the Alibaba hat? And you're just going to think it says Trudeau. We're laughing our ass off. And then like, like, oh, dude, it would have been fucking awesome. But she was just like, look, this is so funny, but it'll be so hard for me to constantly fucking explain to people what I'm doing. But like, like, oh, dude, that, that would have been fucking awesome. Yeah, that would have been hilarious. Canadian flag strapped to the back. To the Canadian crowd. We um, just cracked open another sneaky one, me and Brady. It's a yeah. mango and passion 
Eton Mess Sour. Don't so know what Eton Mess uh, Sour is. Is this this also um, a slow beer as well? Yeah, this is yeah, cool. this is from our friends at Guaylo, the slow beer, <laughs> the slow beer specialist. Fucking hell! Yeah, it, it's um yeah. I just love that. Like uh, they could like it's it's almost like endearing when people are like racist towards white people. Like, oh, they're oh. having a go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for including us. <laughs> oh, it's been so long since we were oppressed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because even the last time like white people ate it, it was from other white people. It was when the Romans took over like England and shit. Like, yeah. So it's just like because like look, but are, are Romans uh, aren't they Italian? Is that yeah? But like they're part of Europe. But like they try to say, <laughs> oh, we're a minority. I'm like, you own the planet for fucking fifteen hundred years, cunt. You're not oppressed, okay? Fucking hell. Isn't it hard to imagine Italians once had the baddest army the world has ever seen? Like, yeah. That's hard for me to imagine that, like, those wine-drinking, pizza-eating cunts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the same with the Frenchies. Well, like, so, um, or even the Spanish. Like, what have the Spanish done in the last 500 years? Not fucking much. But at one point, they were the shit. Like, they were yeah. in charge of everything. Actually, even more than that, the Dutch. The Dutch had the Armada. They had the most powerful navy in the world. They fucked up the English. They fucked up the Spanish. And you're just like, what, what are they? What, they got windmills and wooden shoes now. Like, that's, <laughs> that's all they got left over. Like, we were the first to legalize the yeah. <laughs> that was a bit German, my apologies. Yeah. That's how racist well, well, I am, dude. Well, even Portugal, they fucking took over like 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 most of the Americas at one point. Yeah, and like, well, I, I besides Cristiano Ronaldo, what do you know about Portugal? Uh, I know one guy that I stayed with at a hostel who gave me hash who was from Portugal. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I know Portuguese fucking flame grilled chicken is the shit. Yeah. That's probably, yeah. That's probably <laughs> the, so like, the extent of my knowledge. So Porto the, has good chips. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's all you need to know, really. Like, it, it, it'll get you around like once you've landed. So. Yeah, good in 2006, but now we're franchised, you know? Mm. Yeah, and so like because like there's other countries that were the shit that are still powerful. Like Russia has always been this sort of like you know superpower or medium power. They've always been a fucking problem, even when they're like at their weakest now. I guess like China as well. They've always had like the dynasty, um, but like there's all these little European countries that are just randomly on top for reasons no one can fucking explain. Us, us like talking about. Uh, a Porto for Portugal is like other races talking about how good Australian pie and pokes are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pie, coke, and a poke. Australia. <laughs> There's just some guy and a wife beater in the Cuba and footy shorts, and he's like, can't beat a pie, coke, and a poke at lunchtime, mate. So I, can't, I can't wait till like Laura Bingle does like an ad for that. <laughs> be like, yeah. So where the fuck are you, cunt? <laughs> yeah, can you imagine like other countries doing this? Like, Mexico, it's like, yeah, get a beef taco and a fish taco. Yeah. Come on. Well, we're just talking about, you know, the Netherlands. Like, fucking hell. Like, they, that's basically all they do. Yeah, like, far out. Like, hallucinogenics. They took a lot of Luke's money. Yeah. Far out. <laughs> that's right, because Luke, look, because, like, I could never pay for sex, and the reason is because I know it's going to open a floodgate, right? So, like, <laughs> and I look at Luke, and it fucking did. The only thing that stopped him was that he's poor. Like, yeah. that was, like, it's not yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, but then he was like what we were talking about earlier. He's like, I can live off $16 a week. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I get to fuck Tiffany and Brittany yeah, 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 this yeah, week, yeah, that's going to be good, hell. dude. Morale through the roof. <laughs> they're, they're, like my sister's ex-boyfriend, right, his mum worked in a brothel on uh, the Central Coast. Wow. And, and so, like, she was basically the receptionist. And one of the guys that went in there all the time was one of the um, – high school principals from like one of the high schools down oh there. Yeah. And, and like a fucking idiot, she said to her son, okay, don't tell anyone, but your principal comes in and he 
Close the like, <laughs> And not only that, he liked nappy play. So it's just oh, like, dude, imagine trusting a 14-year-old boy with that fucking information. As you can guess, within six months, he had to leave the school. But still. <laughs> like, dude, well, I don't want to king shame, but you... Like, Nap- no, dude, no, nappy like, play is so weird, dude. dude. Like, well, all I'm saying is he's the Edward Snowden of his high school. Like, dude, he, had, he copped it fucking hard for telling people. But you know what? In the end, he was the hero. Yeah, so it's absolutely. Like, <laughs> he wasn't the hero they wanted, but they were the hero that he deserved. <laughs> Because like when when I was mentioning him, he's in his mid twenties, but he's like, how can my mum think I was going to keep this secret? Yeah, like, there's no <laughs> way. There's no way. You tell a fourteen year old boy anything, he's telling his mates. Yeah, especially, yeah, exactly. especially if your principal is going in and fucking hookers dressed in a nappy, yeah, like a big baby. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, Stockton has a special place in my heart because we once went here on a, a high school geography excursion. Fuck yeah. And uh, before they left, they were like, all right. We're use the bathroom. We're not stopping till we get back to school for the end of the day. And so we went to like a public toilet near the beach somewhere. And we walked in and saw one of the teachers, Mr. Lemke, with his pants down around his ankles at the urinal. You know, like what? a toddler. You know how like pants all the way down, yeah. pissing. Like this teacher's bare ass. And we bullied him <laughs> relentlessly until he left the school. So that kind of is... That is the only way that you can be naked around a lot of underage boys and be like, well, it's, I'm just a bit weird. And people are like, <laughs> in any other situation, you are so fucked. Your life is over. I just like, have poor etiquette. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, how did he get to that point where, like, n- he hadn't realised that that's just not how you I piss? I think yeah. he had realised, and it was, like, in, in my mind, okay, it's just a loophole that he's found. <laughs> and he was like, what is the only way I can be naked around a bunch of boys and kind of get away with it, yeah. okay? So, like, that's my take on it. I'm yeah. not saying he did anything like that, but still, like, can you, okay, I'll put it to you. Is there, <laughs> Is there a way you could be naked around a, under, a bunch of underage boys and not immediately go to jail? That is the only way. Yeah. That is the only way. And he figured it out. He cracked the code, dude. Like, dude, there's going to be pedophiles. Yeah, we had very intelligent world. pedophiles at Meriwether High. <laughs> All I'm saying is people are learning stuff on this podcast. Everyone's leaving a it's bit a, smarter. It's an educational podcast. Yeah, exactly. We said that from the jump. All, all, all I'm saying is when the market research team that uh, worked for this racist beer look at your listeners, they're like, Okay, uh, comedians and pedophiles. So they just like put those two together. People who like racism. It's a broad uh, audience. Yeah, it's a broad <laughs> audience. Look, you got to service your audience however you can. Yeah, now that I think about it, going with Bishop and playing on the Catholic Church probably wasn't the best no. for my marketing. Um, we're talking before we came in here about uh, women like uh, these days identifying as witches. Now, like, before I get into talking about this, like... Crazy um, cunts. I like, oh, Jesus. As so, a pronoun. Uh, James will probably remember this as well. Remember a couple of years ago when I made that gay marriage video, right? And, yeah. and it just, like, got... Like, it went viral really quickly, right? So it Was got, it the one with the magician? Ah, uh, well, one with the magician. No, it was, it was one about the gay marriage plebiscite. And I... I oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've seen this, And, yeah. and I, I made a... I mixed up uh, Wiccans with Satanists, right? And it was just, like, a little offhand joke... I had literally like hundreds of witches messaging me saying <laughs> I'm a bigot, saying they're going to cast a spell on me, like all this stuff, <laughs> to the point where my mum rang me in tears, panicked, going, but aren't you afraid something's going to happen? I'm like, no. And she's like, why aren't you afraid? I'm like, because magic isn't real, mum. Like, that's <laughs> why I'm not afraid. Because <laughs> like, so like, uh, I don't, I, so the, like, like the Wiccan community already hates me. So I, I don't want to go too deep, but 
And it is fucking mental how many people are witches these days. Like it's, it is, <laughs> it's going to be the fastest growing like fucking religion for like women aged eighteen to thirty eight. I reckon in that demographic for sure. I reckon there's probably even some old bitches that have just completely just gone off the rails. Oh, but they've been witches a long time. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, <laughs> they've been practicing it in the dark. But like, like we're saying how weird it is, right? But then, like, if someone's, like, they're Catholic and, like, demonstrably, like, I couldn't even get in trouble for saying this, like, tens of thousands of cases of pedophilia and we're like, ah! Like, it's just, like, <laughs> like if somehow we're not, like, you know, ripping on that. Like, I don't know. How do they avoid that? Like, so, like, imagine if Sony, like, they come out and they're like, so, um, Sony employees have raped 10,000 kids. Like, you wouldn't be ducking out to get a Walkman, right? Yeah. <laughs> people are still going to church. Yeah. Like, how the fuck does that happen? And then they still, have, they still have the audacity to ask for money at the church yeah, as well. I They're know. just like, hey man, been rough times. I, People I aren't showing up. This is just us? to move the pedophiles around again. Look, yeah. is, all I'm saying is Gary Glitter, three kids, right? <laughs> Career over, 10,000 kids. It was a bad quarter, okay, <laughs> in 2008. Like, I still, I do not understand how that works. Like, yeah, yeah, and I also had like a, a thing because I was talking to someone that, is Catholic. I think maybe it was my auntie. And it's like, I've never seen you go to church. You're not Catholic. You just say that you're Catholic. And I was like, you realize you can still believe in God and just be like the group that touches the kids. I don't want to call myself that name, but I still like follow Jesus and I still follow all the same stuff. You can still do that and just remove yourself from the group of the pedophiles. And she's like, no, yeah. <laughs> I, I like the guys in the dresses. <laughs> Look, I think you gotta be religious the same way as like a casual MMA fan. You're a fan of whoever's winning, right? Yeah. So like you look at the least like pedophilic denomination, you're like, this week I'm Mormon. Like yeah. it's just it's fine. Like just pick and choose. No one's gonna judge because like, especially with like Christians, there isn't like so if you're part of the Jewish community, there's there's a very like strong sort of identity there. But like with Christianity, the only identity is nerd. So it's like <laughs> like this is someone who was raised very Christian, okay? So it's like but like I, I like I don't actually understand what the community is around that anymore. It, it doesn't seem to be like something that like really stands out. No, we, mm. we used to have to go to church like as kids, and then I remember just one day we just protested and we're like, Does it like you guys are older than us, mum and dad, like Surely you think that this is bullshit. And dad's just like, oh, yep, it's bullshit. We're not fucking gone. I told you. And yeah. he's like, we're watching the footy. Yeah, we're getting exactly. pizza. We're like, yeah, fuck the church. Yeah. <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, like, imagine if, like, Jesus come back now, right? And so and we're like, oh, we're in a lot of shit. <laughs> like, that. And, and in what way would he be like, okay, did you read what I said, Catholic Church? And they'll be like, yeah, you said to have, like, a guy in a hat that doesn't bang anyone with heaps of jewels. Like, where the fuck? Did I say that? Okay, where did I say that? I said the meek shall inherit the earth. I'm like, but I thought you said collect heaps of like money and don't pay taxes. Like, okay, all right. So show me where the fuck it says that. And I'm like, okay, well, we might have read between the lines a bit. Really, like, okay, I walked around without fucking shoes, cunt. Like, it's just like, and you got that fucking hat that's worth more than like fucking people's entire lives. Like, it, it's it makes a book. No, it's up for interpretation. But, but it makes no fucking sense. Like, imagine if Christianity was invented today. Nothing like the Catholic Church would exist, okay? <laughs> Fucking nothing. No, they wouldn't own, like, the world's best <laughs> no. art. They wouldn't own all these buildings. They wouldn't have, like, the Vatican. They None would of be banging 10,000 kids. No, like, they they like, no way did Jesus say like, the pedophiles shall inherit anyone under the age of eight. Like, <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> 
how fucking different it is from anything it says anywhere in the fucking Bible. Like, it even says, like, um, there's a part there that says, it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Like, it's spelled out pretty quickly, like, like pretty clearly. And then, like, these people that, um, like, preach the prophecy gospel, where it's like, I've got heaps of money because I'm a really good Christian. They go, so... The eye of a needle was actually a military fortified structure in the front of a castle, which camels pass through all the time. <laughs> and the fact they're going to get struck by lightning from God the second they say that proves to me he's not real. Like, <laughs> and it's such a bastardization of what they're fucking saying there. They're saying, if you're rich, you've got more than you need, you're not going to heaven, full stop. And they're like, well, Uno reverse card. Like, <laughs> Fucking asshole. Let us in. Yeah. It's like, you should be able to believe in whatever you want privately. You don't need it privatized. Okay. Like, fucking hell. It's definitely a scam. That's how I kind of feel mm. about the royal family. It's just oh, a scam. 100%, man. Like, Absolutely. I want to, I think Australia should become a republic. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck does the royal family even do? I've been to England and, like, tried to work it out. As far as I can tell, they've still got, like, the democracy and the parliament and the prime minister. And the, the royal family just kind of, like, goes to fundraisers and does the weird they clean do wave what and the governor general does like they sign off on laws i'm pretty sure so it's like like i think with the magna carta they sort of like distributed the power between all the lords and stuff and it kind of works like that so really nothing yeah so, like, yeah. so they take a hundred million dollars a year and they have a very lush lifestyle but like i think being sad for like someone's like if your grandma died i'd be like ah and that's kind of how I feel about the Queen. It's just like, <laughs> and it shouldn't be any more than that. It's just like some like lady who kind of seemed nice died. And you're like, okay, the amount of misery that they had to put the rest of the world through to get <laughs> to that level of wealth shouldn't be fucking celebrated on any level. Dude, I can't, be I can't remember somebody well-known dying, copping so much heat on like... On social media, the, like the yeah. minute she died, like the memes were just like through the roof. Like, when she died, that whole day was just like, who can own the queen the best? Yeah, that's what. Well, that's okay, what you guys say that, but you guys might be too young to remember when Michael Jackson died. Because <laughs> Jesus Christ, the memes were strong that day. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, dude. My my favorite one that came about was the guy that said, "Please be respectful when talking about the queen." She was a head of state, a monarch, a mother to multiple pedophiles, and most importantly, a devoted cousin to her husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see? I already love the king. I'm already so on board with the king. Like the queen, I couldn't give a fuck about because she didn't do much ex except for sign the letters. Oh, you're a hundred. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really have anything. But King Charles, he's been in power for like four days. He's already had two public like spaz attacks over yeah, pen. I've oh, seen that. Yeah. Pen, yeah. <laughs> so he put the wrong date on, and then he's like, "This fucking pen." <laughs> He, he writes sevens when I'm trying to write nines. <laughs> like, it's just he, like, he can't grip it because he's got hands, fingers like fucking sausages. So like, fucking bad, that cunt's fucked, man. Yeah, and one of them, they leaked on him and he's like, oh, these stinking pent. They always do. It's like, they always do this. You have probably the most expensive pen in the world and you're complaining that it, it got ink on your royal fingers. It's like, this dude rules. I love it. But his fingers are so big, there's lots of stuff getting on them. Like, it's just not the pen's <laughs> fault. The surface area of those fucking meat hooks is fucking unbelievable. Dude, oh. fuck, you wouldn't want to get finger blasted by him. You'd have to remove a digit just like, if most of us could do like two like that, and they'd be like, nah, bro, you can only do one. And, and just the shit he said about his like, 
Vanessa's vagina that got into like the media. Do you guys remember that? No. Like, okay, so basically these letters got leaked that he was writing to Camilla saying, I wish I was your tampon and all this other shit. Dude, they're, they're out there. It was like huge news in like the early fucking 90s. Like, Want something romantic. I, yeah. say to my <laughs> I wish I was a sanitary product that's covered in fucking blood. Well, like, now his fingers are huge, swollen and full of blood. So I guess. <laughs> he's slowly becoming a tampon. <laughs> Fucking yeah, hell. Right. Absolute fucking maniac. Oh, right. But all of them, and Prince Andrew as well, dude. Uh, you know that, and I had to Google this because I was like, maybe this is like a Pizzagate aligned uh, <laughs> yeah. media source that's now saying yeah. this. But no, it's being reported by like the Independent and the like BBC that if something happens to Charles, you know, he has a finger swelling <laughs> incident, apparently. <laughs> Prince Andrew might like stand in as the oh, king. No, oh no, dude, like, that would be the end of the monarchy. If if something happened and suddenly Prince Andrew, literal yeah. confirmed pedophile, is becomes the king, I think that at that point people are just like, we're taking the palace back over. This is we, got we can't have this. Did, did you guys see that interview where like he didn't listen to his advisors? He's like. I'm going to go on BBC and clear this up. And he did not clear anything up. Like, it was really bad. Was that the one where he said he can't sweat? sweat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we've got photos of you. (laughs) Not me. That guy's sweaty. I don't sweat. And as we know, pedophile's very sweaty. I never sweat. I've never sweat in my life. I'll tell you what, another story about a teacher from Merriweather High. There was a... Okay, can we just say, full stop, new topic, not about pedophiles. No, it's still about pedophiles. (laughs) (laughs) Can we drop an allegedly somewhere? We're looping back. To racism after this, just to I, I keep just, the theme strong. Like James's lawyer is just going to be putting his head in his hands, <laughs> listening to this transcript, going, I, "How can I twist this?" Yeah, <laughs> like, that's why I'm hiring Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> He's going to be on my side no matter what. But um, this teacher, Mister W, I'll call him because that's his first initial. He's going to be called um, Witness W yeah. in a few months. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he and we always thought he was sus, right? He would always, like, first time I saw him, I think I had him in year seven and eight English, and he was like, had a British accent, red flag number one. Yeah. He he was he was a giant person, right? Yeah. Like, he kind of looked like Andre the Giant, and he used to have these massive dinner plate-sized sweat patches underneath his arm. Oh so, like, in God. the middle of summer... Look, he might not be a pedophile. He might just be really big and his girlfriend's really small. <laughs> like, that might just looks like a child. Well, he... So this is a middle of Australian summer, no aircon in the in the school, so we were all sweating in like normal t shirts. He's like sweating through a long sleeve button down shirt, right? Yeah. And we were like, this guy's sus. And then when we were doing when we were doing a play reenactment of Midsummer yeah. Night's Dream, there were like a bunch of girls in our year seven class that were like dressed in leotards doing dancing as like the fairies. And he was way too into that performance. Yeah. And then Turns out, like, two years later, he didn't come back to school. We're like, oh, what happened to Mr. W? He's not around anymore. And then someone found an article in the newspaper being like, Newcastle teacher found with 40,000 images and all this stuff. And it's like, I could tell by the sweat patches. I would have convicted him then. That's... Yeah. But if you're in, getting it, that sweaty around kids, yeah. yeah. But but in court, he's like, it's a weird thing. I don't sweat, so like, <laughs> probably was not me. Like, <laughs> yeah. What is it with pedophiles and perspiration? I uh, don't know. So look, I'm a sweaty guy. Uh, but <laughs> if I've got to lie in court and say I'm not, then that's. I, I know that's the playbook now. So <laughs> fucking yeah, hell. we can't sweat. <laughs> Oh man! Fucking unbelievable, man. Yeah, it's a weird loophole that he just tried to get dig himself out of. Old Prince Andrew. Oh, yeah, no, well, like, it's the dumbest fucking thing ever because he's got access to the best PR people, and it's just better to say nothing. 
But like he's such an egomaniac, he's like I'm smarter than everyone. And like yeah. when he got up there, I'm a royal. Yeah, the dumbest. Like, and wasn't he at like a fucking some weird sort of like knockoff of Pizza Hut with that the like fucking underage girl as well? Yeah. And he was just like, well, it's weird because I I specifically remember where I was, and it was at this Pizza Hut. And they're like, yeah, that's what we're saying. They're like, I remember I wasn't there. And he's like. <laughs> I was wasn't a there Chinese and I restaurant, was actually. <laughs> like, when the queen is just kind of like, dude, I, I know you're my son, you're a royal, but we've got to demote you. We've got to, we've got to do something. And it's either that or you have to fall out of a window like you're someone who's questioned Putin. Like, it's like, <laughs> they're the options we've got right now. Yeah, Prince Andrew would have been real sketchy hopping in some cars. He's just like, oh, I know what they did to Diana. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll take an Uber, thanks. <laughs> I was thinking about riding my bike there because I won't get sweaty. <laughs> It's such a weird lie because like from now on and and for like the rest of your life you can't sweat. I don't know what situations you'd be like, look, uh do we have do we colonize anywhere like in Alaska or something like that? Because I need to go somewhere cold fucking fast. Like yeah, so do you think we should become a republic? Yeah, I, I definitely think so. I think as well to get a little bit serious, like we kind of like like wiped out over ninety percent of the indigenous population. We fucking have blackbirding. We got a pretty fucking sketchy past. So to start over again, where we're sort of like including everyone, you can't make up for the mistakes of the past. But going forward, where everyone's represented, and they can't call us crackers anymore. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Put that in the constitution. Yeah. Like, reverse racism is still racism. Like, um, yeah, no, de- no, definitely. I, I think like, uh, like we really fucked up in the past, and you can't undo that. But one step towards making stuff more. Equal and egalitarian is becoming a republic, I think. And I think that that would also, we could have like a, not an independence day, but like the uh, Australian Republic Day or whatever the fuck we call it. And that takes away from the January 26th Australia Day, you know, feelings that yeah. the indigenous people have towards that all, date as well. All I'm saying is like, I don't care what day Australia Day is, like don't make it that day because like it, it's really fucked like every, like, and I, I totally understand. That used to be the best day of the year. And now it's just like, it's like the Cronulla riots all over again. Like if you go out for that day, everyone's like, fuck that person. All I want is it just to be like, like barbecue weather. Like yeah, if we that's could like make a request. barbecue weather, like then any date is fine. Yeah. Like, what do you Preferably reckon, around like uh, footy as well. Yeah. Like footy grand final, if we can have like a grand final, Perfect. a day off, and then Australia day. And just, just make it one of those ones where it like lands on a weekend, but you still get the Monday off. Like that's, yeah. 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 Like, yeah I, um. Well, just on the Republic thing, my parents like were telling me once, and this was when I was like a teenager, and I didn't, it didn't make sense then. And they were like, oh, yeah, you know, we can't become a Republic because then they'll take away the Constitution and all this stuff. And I was like, well, what, what does one have to do with the other? Like they, we can still have a constitution and be a republic because I mean the Americans yeah. became a republic and they also had a constitution and we're the only like one of the only like uh, first world countries that doesn't have like a bill of rights. Yeah, the constitution exactly. is already worth nothing anyway, so who gives a fuck? Yeah, and they're just like, oh, but we, I voted no back in nineteen ninety six or whatever it was. It's like, yeah. well, that was the wrong move. I'm that sorry, was, that was <laughs> the wrong. Yeah. Move. But now I feel like the Queen's dead. I feel like now's the best time to do it. Well, because mm. like Sausage Fingers isn't very popular. Like, yeah, and I don't I, feel like Sausage Fingers <laughs> has much time slash many marbles in his fucking I, brain. I, I think as well, like like my Mrs. Like Rachel was saying this like it's very weird they didn't chuck in William because he's actually really popular. Yeah. Like and mm. so like and because he's always sort of played the game where like Harry's like, you know, fuck this and just like sort of like took off to Canada or whatever. Like like Charles has never been popular. And then especially with all the Lady Die stuff as well, there's like so many rumors he was like fucking Camilla, like while they're together and stuff like that as well. And she's like hands down the most popular royal of all time. 
Like passing it off to him, it doesn't seem like a good PR move. But again, there's like, you know, certain like rules of legacy that you've got to follow and stuff like that. But you'd think you'd get the hard word put on him to like fucking, you know, give it to someone else or abdicate. Cause like, Wait, so how was Di related to the royal family? So she used to be married to Charles. Oh, really? And, yeah, and so like... But he's so, so old. Yeah, but like like she died 30 years ago. So like, yeah. you know, their time... It's, <laughs> it's, it's you not, minus three decades of someone. the age gap time. in the family, yeah, no, we'll say. No, no, so like, it, was, it was like, so she, she was from like... Um, uh, like, so she basically married into the royal family and she was like considered good enough creed, uh, I guess, as well. So it's, it's kind of like Harry's missus. Mm. So like, yeah, she died. But like, man, it, it, even with like um, Elizabeth, because like she wasn't meant to be like the queen. It was like her uncle wanted to like remarry some like American chick and like, and she was like a divorcee. And they are like, no, you can't do this. So he abdicated. Then it went to like his brother and then, like, Elizabeth was, like, the daughter of that brother. So it was, like, it was, like, right. fucking nuts that she even got into that position to begin with as well. But, yes, yeah, so there's, like, all this fucking shit going on constantly as well. But, yeah, there's all these rumors that, like, you know, he was cheating on, like, Princess Di with Camilla. And, like, all I got to say is, like, uh, the Princess Di, like, like uh, look, I don't want to get too sexist, but she's, like, fucking first division, right? I mean, you get the Camilla, <laughs> you've been relegated. Like, it's, it's kind of what I'm feeling. Like, if I get cancer for anything, it's probably going to be that. It's like, it's like, like, nuts, we were fine I, with the racism. We we're fine with the pedophiles. <laughs> but when he said no, that Camilla was second rate, yeah, oh, okay. we're done. This is nuts as well. I was thinking about this, right? So our um, landlord at the comedy club, he got canceled on TikTok, right? And so, like, basically. Uh, what? And, and so he, he was out on Beaumont Street and he was hammered. Speaking against the CCP. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the whole thing. <laughs> he basically said um, to, like, well, okay, it was alleged that he said uh, to a chick, he called her a fat cunt, right? And then and she's like got the camera in his face. Um, and yeah, she's just like, how dare you call someone fat, blah, 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 blah. And um, yeah, so it went viral and people were like, you know, attacking like the crown and anchor and his credibility. Anyway, he got like another video and he didn't call her a fat cunt. He called her a fucking cunt. And somehow that is absolved him. So it's okay to call <laughs> someone a fucking cunt. What sort of society are we living in where fat is worse than fucking cunt? <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, he's a good bloke now. Like, it's just like, he's a rigid true yeah, exactly. fucking Australian. But like, fat, not okay. Fucking cunt, perfect. Like, there is not an, another period in society where that would have been deemed okay. Yeah. Like, I, it's think it's like, I think it's because fucking cunt can be conceptualised as many different ways. Like, oh, that fucking cunt. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like, bro, I just bought over a box of beer. It's like, fucking cunt. Hey, there he is. But if I got a lot of money, that's a fat stack. So it's like, <laughs> it's, uh can also be quite positive yeah. sometimes. But like, I like, that's how he absolved himself. And like, he totally, yeah. he totally did get vindicated. But like, it's it's nuts. Because it's like, you can say whatever you want. I could be sit like, and again, imagine if like podcasts exist in the 60s. I'm talking about the Catholic Church. I'm getting suicided, okay? That's 100%. We're talking against the Royals. We're getting fucking suicided, right? But the thing that might destroy me is making a dumb second great joke about Camilla which objectively is true like that's all I'm saying lady dies is a hot lady like fucking hell yeah she was a piece she was the best piece in the royal family oh absolutely yeah. um, so if Australia does become a republic we're gonna need new money so I thought of the hundred dollar bill should have Bob Hawke and oh, yeah, Shane Warne on there but who do you reckon would fit in like some of the other, oh, some of the other tiers? Like in in terms of not 
Maybe just go on pure sick cunt level of just like that guy was a I, fucking awesome cunt. Would, uh, James is a big fan of Mundine. Would you go him just to wind people up? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and he should be on like the 20, yeah. I think. The 20? All right. Yeah, because people are constantly, that's like a common drug denomination. <laughs> I feel like, you know, if you're, if you're getting on, you're also a Mundine fan. Yeah. And I say that as someone that does get on and is a Mundine fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, like, I like Mundine as well. I think yeah. he's a man. I think yeah. we have to have a few to pay homage, some famous Australian pedophiles. What are, who do we have? <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, we got Rolf Harris. Yeah. So like, <laughs> you know, and a $100 deal bill kind of looks like a wobble board. So yeah. it's just like... <laughs> Oh, we got the guy from Hey Dad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, 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 can, we, can, we can ride with the best of them. Like, yeah, it's we, like the uh, Olympics. Australia, God, yeah, we're a small yeah. population. We do well. <laughs> we really do well. We surprise <laughs> some people once we get to the big dance. I'm trying um, to think who else. Like, I'd be- like to have Andrew Johns and Winks on the $10 bill, I reckon, because like, they're both blue. Like Winks would have, yeah. have blue. Joey, obviously, New South Wales legend, all-round mad cunt. So, and I reckon that would be... Probably a common note that you'd do some bags with, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. I, I I think Bob Hawke is definitely definitely a good option. He's him and Warney, I think, have to be the new hundred. Yeah, bill. but well, hang on. So Bob Hawke is he the one that got impeached by the no no General? that that was um it was it was it was Menzies, wasn't it? Like because he's basically the one that went down the steps of Parliament House and said, "God save the Queen," because no one would save the Governor General. Like, right. so yeah, no, no it's Menzies or someone like that. I've had too many beers now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, want like, another one? Oh yeah, why not? <laughs> um, like because people have said Steve Irwin, but he fuck, he's always wound me up. Like I, I know he's done a great, lot of great conservation. Where, but the crikey, like okay, yeah. you know when you go overseas and you see another Australian being too Australian? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. his whole personality. And I think now, like, he, like, he just. Reminds that's our superpower, dude. Yeah, yeah. He reminded me of someone that was like on, like kind of on coke, like pitch, <laughs> pitching you a business idea. It's like, this is what we should do, right? And like, they're just too intense. And you're like, man, <laughs> do, do you chill out, bro. Do you remember when he was dangling his kid above like the crocodile and he's like, I'm the best in the world with crocodiles. I know it's not going to eat my kid. And you're like, <laughs> the fact you've got to say that sentence to defend yourself. You're like, Jesus Christ. Right. It's like yeah. when Michael and Jackson that, hung that kid out the window. Yeah, that like, was our Michael Jackson yeah, moment. Dude, <laughs> fucking hell. You know until you've dangled a kid over <laughs> a fucking dangerous situation. Dude. Fucking hell, dude. Like mental. But like, yeah, he was just so fucking huge. Um, yeah, like, I, no, dude, like, I actually can't think of anyone better than Bob Hawke. Like, everyone likes it. There's this great video of when the Mooney Mooney Bridge opened. And he rocks up like an office, like, like a character from The Office, right? You know when you want to make a professional look like a loser and they wear like a short sleeve button-up shirt? Yeah. Like, so he rocks up in that and he's fucking smashing tinnies, like literally. <laughs> and then they've got like they've got like a, a school brass band and he gets like, moves the conductor out of the way and starts pretending to like <laughs> Fucking off his chops, and I fucking love him, man. It's yeah, it's it's fucking great as well. And so even with the Hawks beer, which is actually a really fucking good beer, these uh, the guys. Do you guys remember the band Blue Juice? Yeah, walking so, around on broken legs. Yeah. yeah, so like two of the guys from Blue Juice started Hawks Brewing, right? I didn't know that. And they hit up um, Bob Hawks, like because uh, like you know when you're an ex prime minister, you get an office, you get staff. 
They hit them up and Hawkey like literally met them. And he's like, look, use my likeness, all that stuff. My kids don't need any more money, but just give 10% of all the profits to Landcare Australia and you can use my likeness. And that's all he wanted. Like he's nice. an actual legend. Like he stopped Australia mining for oil in the um, Antarctic. And he's like, it's, it's actually a massive concept. As well as an alcoholic, a real conservationist. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, general sick cunt. Yeah, yeah. And I also think people- on that $100 bill. Kathy Freeman. Yeah. yeah I think she, Kathy Freeman could be she like be on a the five. 50, I reckon maybe a $50. Well, yeah, the, the, green and gold. But the thing is like, you yeah. do need yeah. a bunch of indigenous Australians and like with like mundane that's there to wind people up but everyone loves Kathy like everyone there's, there's Kathy. no one that's going to be like oh she shouldn't be on there like she's fucking legend. who should go with her like a Don Bradman <sighs> but then you always get cricket nerds going well you know it was a batsman's pitch back then and you're just like oh fuck off like it's <laughs> is he is Don Bradman too far gone from no, but he's basically our Babe Ruth. So you, you got to chuck him on there. He's like the first big fucking like sports legend that we had in this country. Oh, dude, well, how about Farlap? Chuck him on somewhere. Well, I was course. reading about this. Farlap was born in New Zealand. Yeah, but, but so is Rusty. And we claim him. That's why I said Winx because like I, when I was reading about Winx, she was yeah. actually, she's an Australian thoroughbred. So I was just like... And she fucking she ripped, but I think Farlap, <laughs> I think Farlap for legacy sake, like oh, and okay, I've got it. Um, who's that fucking um, ice skater? Everyone fell over, and then Stephen Bradbury. Yes, Bradbury, hundred percent. He's got to be on the five. Oh, like, the hundred percent. Throw it away. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because he's Australia in a nutshell. We we start off as a like fucking you know, convict outpost, and now we're a G twenty country. Not by good planning. It just kind of happened. Like, <laughs> there was enough world wars where we didn't get fucked up, and we're like, ah, we're one of the big boys. Like that. Well, we are Stephen Bradbury. Like, like, he's absolutely got to be on there. You know what? Someone else as well is the, someone that is not born in Australia, who Australia basically adopted and then made them a huge megastar. Pink. Oh, <laughs> genuinely, Pink yeah. was like I think she's Canadian or American, one of the two, and she was like performing. They all look the and same. She was yeah, <laughs> she was grinding, trying to become big, and literally no one gave a fuck. And then she came here. She did like one tour. Now every like forty five year old white woman in Australia goes bananas I, over Pink. I was about to say, you know, who's going to support that decision? Every single auntie in Australia. Yeah, like, <laughs> every yeah. fucking one. That would yeah. that would be like yeah. there'd be a lot of silent voters that would go for Pink. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the aunties that have had a voters. divorce, yeah, yeah they're yeah, just exactly. like that. That pink album's got them through a lot. Yeah, it's, it's like the women when they get to a certain age and they decide to dye their hair blue. Like those women, <laughs> just like just yeah, <laughs> forty-five, recently divorced, oh, just got dude. half the shit. They're like, I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dye it fucking aqua. But they're just like, I'm not here for your entertainment. Is what they're saying. So. <laughs> oh, well done. All right, so and I think ACDC has probably got to be one. Well, they're all Scots. Like, it's just like, this is what Rachel said. She's like, we invented everything, even your best music. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, Jimmy Barnes and ACDC. I'm like, touche. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> all of them are Scots, man. All of them. Like, yeah. So I, just like, that, where they were born in Scotland yeah. and came here? Yeah. Fuck, and so, so, so like, <laughs> so, so even Bon Scott, who's from Perth, he was a late addition, and they were working for like the, um, yeah, like, you know, like um, Malcolm and Angus. Right, there yeah. you go. Motherfuckers. So it's nuts. And so, like, I shoot a bunch of music videos and I shoot in a bunch for boy bands. And the manager was ACDC's original manager. And the cool thing about chatting to ACDC's original manager, he talks about Bon Scott like an annoying workmate. Like, he's just like, <laughs> it's like went to the fucking hospital fucking again. I'm like, what are you done, cunt? <laughs> like, and he's just like, again, he's just saying, he's like, man, I'm going to die of heroin. He's like, well, how about you don't? Like, just try to kick it. And so, like, another thing as well, this, this dude also managed in excess. 
Oh, and, okay. and, and the same thing. It's just like, I'm like, oh, man, what was it hard when Michael Hutchins died? He's like, he was having bad sales. It wasn't an accident. <laughs> so, like, yeah, some fucking hot scoops there. Um, like, it's, so, it's so funny Michael Hutchins died the way that he died because now he's just known more for the way he died than his music. This this is this was he jerking off? Yeah, with yeah, the belt yeah. around so his neck. He, David Carradine himself, like and is what they Bon like. Scott drank too much and then vomited and choked. Yeah, on it. it was like but he was doing loads of heroin and shit. Like yeah. he, he's fucking look, it's because he was like it was. I think he was like a fucking like, jip rocker or like a carpenter. He was just like a fucking bogan guy who was like one of the best frontmen of all time. Like NME, like have done these like massive polls of the best frontmen ever. Freddie Mercury's always number two and Bon Scott's always number one. He was that really? fucking good. Fuck. Yeah, man, because like he's like stage presence was just fucking next level but he, he was just an addict and it was like really fucking hard because like so this guy michael said that like he went to the hospital to pick him up six times and he's like trying to like because it's the 70s there's no such thing as like we're gonna work on your mental health it's like i'm gonna beat the shit out of you in the car park to help you like yeah. that's mm. the, the kind of like mental health work they had and he said it was just a ticking time bomb and like, they could basically see it in like in, in the band as well they're just like fuck man we're gonna have to like as, as grim as it sounds like replace him at some point and so like but like no band has done it as well as acdc to go bon scott died who's like the fucking best front man arguably of all time and then to get someone like brian johnson who's fucking incredible like queen's just like they have that fucking adam lambert guy like, yeah luke, what the fuck you got an australian you got an says he's better than him and yeah. that, i'm like i'm like man luke used to be my friend like it's just like <laughs> how is he better than freddie mercury yeah, like, no, freddie's the goat and you've got like yeah. an american idol reject and then you're just like yeah, yeah. he's he's part of queen now well, maddie's a big uh, adam lambert guy and um and she was talking about because i didn't he was after my time where i yeah. listened to music and whatever but She's like, basically, he was on American Idol. He Australian or American? American, no, American Idol. Yeah. And basically, it, this is like 2006, seven probably, ballpark. And uh, he was, he'd gone through the entire competition, hadn't said anything about being gay or not being gay. And then like he was supposed, he was in through to the finals and the paparazzi snapped a photo of him having dinner with a man. And then they ran all these smear campaigns on like, um, on the media being like Adam Lambert lies about his sexuality. And he's like, fuck? I never, I literally never said either way. And then they basically made him lose American Idol because he had this controversy and it would look bad for the show if he was the winner. What, so what? they basically robbed Fuck him of winning changed. American Idol. It's like, and yeah. Now that would be this interesting thing that yeah. like, well, dude, even with Kevin Spacey, like when he's just like, got me too, baby. And he's like, but I'm also gay. And everyone's yeah. like, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, You're no, also no. a pedophile. Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no. I'm a gay man that yeah. likes younger gay yeah, men. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> hell. I, I, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's nuts. So but basically, Matty's just like, so he he did a Queen song for the grand final yeah. with Queen and basically Queen because they they saw all this controversy happening about how they were like making fun of him or like shitting on him for being gay and Queen said we want to come and perform the show his song live at the grand oh, final with fuck, him huge. Yeah. so that and this other guy he was competing against didn't get the same treatment like Queen's just like no you can use yeah. the house band but we're coming <laughs> in to perform with Adam Lambert and basically he performed they they robbed him of the win and then Queen was like well you come and play with us on this tour because we think that you should have won what what they did to yeah. you was fucked and if Freddie was around he would have wanted you to come with us to Whatever. So that's like how it started rather than them just picking up some like 
loser. Right. Yeah. That's basically what happened. So they were kind of making a stand. They were also like, this guy's like a really good singer and this shouldn't have happened to him. So. Well, because like, I always thought it felt like kind of like <laughs> Queen karaoke when he's singing, but that's a heartfelt mm. story. It's not yeah. like in uh, the band Judas Priest, there was a guy classically who was singing at a karaoke and the band's like, well, we need a new singer, that guy. Okay, that's like, literally, that's what I thought, like, bro, that's what I thought Queen did, basically. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, we're going to- That's what I thought they did as well. Yeah, but yeah. like, now I feel like a real asshole for fucking yeah, shit I on know, him before. Fucking <laughs> Long live Adam Lambert, I'm so back. Some, some more shit would get cancelled for. <laughs> but they did the same thing with NXS, that they, they had a uh, reality TV show for a new singer, right? Oh, that's they, right. And oh, they got I a guy- Rockstar rock in excess yeah. is what they called it. And, and the guy that won was called a JD Fortune. <laughs> and they did one tour and said, uh, we don't care what the fuck happened in this TV show. He's not the same. <laughs> but like, he was an absolute fucking wankster. It's like, look, if you're Lenny Kravitz, you can get away with leather pants and a leather jacket with no shirt. If you're a white guy, that's never happening ever. <laughs> that's what every white guy to know. You cannot make that work, okay? It's like hanging out with three white dudes in fedoras. That's never going to work, yeah, ever. Never it's work. never going to work. Dude, and imagine the ass sweat in all leather it's pants, not, like extra Exercising, Fuck. singing on stage, dancing, putting on Did a theatrical you see performance. That fucking thing. So Lenny Kravitz is doing a gig, right? And because he's fucking, you know, Lenny Kravitz, like rock fucking god, he's, he's like no shirt, leather pants. He goes down to do a solo. His leather pants explode, dick out, like, like <laughs> dick falling out. And you know what? Like a professional, he kept that going. doesn't stop. Just turns around. It just keeps playing. And then like the drummer just like did a fucking solo, went off, new pants, leather again, like running the door, went, come back out, finish the show, like Dude, a fucking uh, professional. It's so good that they had two pairs of leather pants. They're just like, just in case Lenny's dick pops out on stage, we're going to have the back call. It's like a rugby union jersey when they rip and they give them a new one. When you're a professional band manager, you know, like you're prepared for fucking anything. Okay. Just like. At any time in the show, Lenny's dick could come out. We're going to be prepared for that. Unbelievable. And his daughter was tweeting about it. And she's like, tweeted like the pixelated picture and like the emoji with like where you cover their eyes. Like, just like, fuck. Hell, Dad! Like, <laughs> put your dick away, son. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's fucking. Yeah, hilarious. exactly. Lenny does it, but if JD Fortune did that, you'd be like, "You fucking idiot!" Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking what a shit name as well. It sounds like a Bogan's like ideal well, name what? for a fucking poker machine. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, oi, babe, do you got 20 bucks? I want to play fucking JD Fortune. Yeah, but, but, but it's fucking hard, right? Because to give a white guy a cool name, and this, this is where, like, the only thing that, like, it sucks being a white person, it's hard to be cool. That's the yeah. only thing. <laughs> Everything else is fucking awesome, right? It's like the Louis C.K. Like Louis C. joke where he just goes, um, being white doesn't make you better, but being white is better. Like, if it, a, if it was like a choice every year, you'd be like, yeah, I'll take white again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, just like, so, like, like so it, it's fucking hard, right? So, like, JD Fortune, terrible. Somehow, Johnny Knoxville, cool. Like, I, now, this is the thing. Do you know Johnny Knoxville's original name? No. Okay, so uh, I, I would do the Jackass intro with his original name. It's like, hey, I'm Philip Clapp. Welcome to Jackass. It doesn't quite work, no, right? It doesn't. But Johnny Knoxville, I think he doesn't take himself too seriously. Like uh, somehow he manages to be cool continually. Like, yeah. like the last Jackass, he's got full gray hair, bald spot in the back of his head. He's still the man. Like he's still <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I saw some video about Steve-O, like how he called himself Steve-O. And he's like, I remember being like out on stage in front of like a big group of people. So it must have been around that time or yeah. maybe they went on tour with a band or something. And he's basically like, I couldn't get up and say, hi, I'm Steve Adams. And that's like not a name people chant. 
So he's like, what's the most chantable Steve, Steve O, Steve O, Steve. He's like, okay, that's my name. I, I, I just like how this guy's so self-important. He's got a name where he just added O to the end of yeah. his name. It's like, I'm turning this into a fucking book. Like, I was literally about to say, that's like the only adaptation a white person can add to make that a nickname. It's just like, just throw an O on and it's good. It's like, what's your name? John Smith. No. Yeah. Fucking Jono, and like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and he's getting interviewed, and he's like, "I got a heartfelt story for you, fellas. Like, you're gonna love this one. Like, fucking, hell. my name's Hayden, uh, Haydo. Like, yeah, yeah, just- yeah. And just like, so anyway, let me tell you how that started. All right, it's a gritty origin story of Haydo. Like, like, it makes sense, but fuck, I feel like such an idiot telling that story. Like, you know what people call me, Brady Well. So anyway, I've got a surname. Right, that's <laughs> fucking. Hell. Jesus Christ. No, like, oh, Jackass still fucking rules. Like, it's, it's, it's yeah. It's I haven't really, seen the new one. It's very fun and very stupid. Like, when they get Francis uh, Nugano to, like, fucking, like, uh, uppercut uh, Ryan McGeehee in the balls. Oh, like, that God. is, like, that was funny when I was 13, and it's funny when I'm in my late 30s. Like, it's still, <laughs> still fucking Getting funny. Hit, as. Seeing someone get hit in the nuts is always funny. But the guy that punches the hardest in the world. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And he's just like, you said it was going to be a lightweight. And it's like, the best thing about it is you can tell he's not acting. You can tell he's like, okay, I've got to do this because it's how I make money, but I'm actually fucking really worried. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, and Francis so, is like, this is going to hurt. <laughs> like, and Francis goes full ball, sh- uh, full ball straight to the nuts. Like, because you've seen it too. Like he yeah. hits him pretty fucking hard. Do you reckon man? he's got a sneaky cup on? Uh, no, he had a cut, but you get him punched through. It. It's like, man, if you have a motorcycle accident and you're wearing a helmet at 110, you're dying. Like, oh, it doesn't fuck. Like, your head's going to separate from your body and they're going to find that in pristine condition somewhere else. That's like Ryan's fucking dick. Like, they got, like, sorry, um, Aaron's dick. Yeah. It's yeah, fucking. And also, like, the cup, all that does mm. is spread the pressure yeah. to the sharper edges all the way around. <laughs> So yes, your balls didn't take direct impact, but everything around it's like a it's like a bruised donut I've around. Seen, yeah. I've told the story on the pod before. I got fu- I've got kicked in the nuts doing Muay Thai and by one of my mates, and it was fucking brutal. <laughs> and I had to get um I had to get an ultrasound on my nuts because I had a dull ache in my nuts for like two months. And like a typical male, I just I was like, it'll go away. <laughs> and one day I was just driving, and I was like, this pain's not going away. Yeah. And I had to get an ultrasound. I was like, it'll be, I've worked at a hospital. It'll be some old bitch. It's going to be all good. Walked in. It was like a 20-year-old smoke show. I was like, no, dude, fuck. <laughs> she's just like, she's like, put on this gown. I had to put on one of those gowns that has like no back. So you're just fucking butt naked. Yeah. Had full on doctor dick where my dick's like, I'm fucking out of here, man. Some, sh- <laughs> some shady shit's going on. I don't want to be involved. She's like, just tuck your penis onto your stomach and put this towel there. I'm like, how big do you think my dick is? It's not going on my <laughs> It's not going on with something. You didn't even give me a whole towel. I could have used a face washer for fuck's sake. Like, like, what are we like, doing here? Why do they give you that arseless robe? It's not fucking needed. I don't, <laughs> is it to like demean you so you don't question the doctor's decision? You're yeah, like, like, that doesn't sound right, but I've got no confidence right now. Like, it's just, I've got my ass out. I can't ask questions yeah. here. Yeah. My bum cheeks are stuck to the leather chair. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, when you can feel a breeze going into your asshole, it doesn't fill you with confidence. You're like... Take whatever they fucking say at this point. <laughs> oh, dude, it's a yeah. fucking nightmare. I, I had, I had a, a similar issue, except my family doctor, basically, he is like a... I used to play basketball with a guy, and his dad was a doctor, right? Yeah. So 
Well, throughout my whole like teen years, early twenties, anytime I had like shoulder dislocations, had to go in for surgery, whatever, he'd be like my GP. Oh, I can just say normally when I was in my teens, getting my <laughs> shoulder reconstructions. Yeah. So, like, it's a normal <laughs> fucking thing. Well, yeah. Um, and then I went to go and see him like maybe in 2018 or something like that. And I was having similar issues, like mad pain in the groin. And I was like, this is really fucked. I should get it checked out. And then I turn up and being like, oh, can I see Dr. Joseph? Turns out his daughter, who I also knew, who's very close to my age, now works there. And it was also called Dr. Joseph. So she's put me down to see Brianna, his daughter. And I went in and was like, you're not the wrong you're not the right Dr. Joseph. And she's like, oh, dad's busy. What can I help you with? And I was like, I need uh, your dad in here. <laughs> I need you to look at my balls and see if I'm yeah. going to die. You'd be like, so I'm actually in here because my biceps are too big. So it's like, <laughs> can you have a look at these? Because uh, no. these pythons are causing problems with but my yeah, shirt. Yeah, so literally yeah. I'm just standing in an office with this girl who's very, like, I used, I went over, I watched WWE for the first time at their house. It was oh, like yeah. the Royal Rumble where, like, Rey Mysterio faced JBL in a I Quit match. Like, it, it was ridiculous. And then she's just, like, there fondling my balls, and I'm just like, this is so uncomfortable. I feel worse now. And, and so, I went so, to the doctor, I felt worse afterwards. Yeah. And so when she's following your balls, you're like, just think of Rey Mysterio. Think of Rey Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think of the little Mexican. Yeah. Yeah. And then, turns out, Nothing to do with the balls. I had like an open wound on my foot that was infected and it was like going up to the lymph nodes up in my groin. Right. So it wasn't even anything to do with my balls. So Fuck. I just showed up, put my balls in this woman's hand and then she was like, you've got an infection on your toe. It, well, it's because, you know, the um, the Coke pie the, the coke pie and poke, um, you know, option wasn't available for James. So he's like, faked an injury, went in there, got his balls fondled. Yeah. And hey, you know what? Medicare paid for it. So and it's, it's like right perfect. next to a bakery. I did get a pie. <laughs> And he got a Coke, and it actually only cost him $80 because we've got free healthcare in Australia. Oh, fucking hell. Exactly. sucked in Americans. Yeah, like. uh, fucking idiots. <laughs> free healthcare and legalised prostitution. Like, why would you ever want to go to the States? And like, meat pies, up. dude. <laughs> Good luck finding a fucking meat pie in America. Rare as rocking horse shit. Cunt's fucked. Oh, oh man. fuck. Yeah, that was like the, the worst part was after I got my fucking ultrasound done on my nuts, Turns out there was nothing wrong as well. And I was like, I fucking knew it. <laughs> I should have just waited three more months. To yeah. it, would have, it would have been fine. Dude, that experience that I had was the reason I don't trust doctors anymore. Oh. It's like it, most things will just work itself out. My pop was an Olympian hockey player. And he was telling me a story when I was young. And it's just fucking scarred my brain of like, I think he was playing, like he was chasing a dude down. And the guy's like gone backswing to like, hit the goal yeah, and he's just the back of the fucking stick has just hit my pop straight oh, in the fuck. nuts and he told me when I was like seven if you get hit hard enough in the nuts your nuts can like retract into your stomach and his nuts retracted into his stomach and he had to fucking go to the hospital and then they have to I don't know how they get him out so do they just have to coax him out like a tortoise in a shell they're like, <laughs> just like come on they make him feel real comfortable <laughs> they coerce it with a bit of lettuce and like come on buddy yeah, exactly. just got, just comes, comes out speaking of uh, doctors I, I had a rant about this earlier today and it's not going where you think it's going yeah yeah um because I'm, you know, have a lot of questions, but <laughs> no, you don't have questions. He has theories. Then he doesn't want questions. <laughs> like that's very different. Yes, that's true. <laughs> um, male gynecologists. 
should Absolute, be illegal. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Should be creeps. illegal. And the the way that I even know that this is, I didn't even, th- wouldn't even thought that it was even legal for people to do this. But I was playing rugby tour. I was like 14. We're going to Japan. And basically I said, we need to bring a medical professional along on the tour. So if someone like snaps some shit, then at least we have a doctor present, right? So they said, if anyone has an uncle or whatever the fuck, turns out one of the guy's dads is a doctor. So we go on the tour and we're like leaving, flying to Japan from Sydney airport. And then we're like, oh yeah. So like, are you like a surgeon? Do you have like a doctor's practice? He's like, oh, I'm a gynecologist. And we were like, hang on. We're here with a doctor who's actually a gynecologist on a rugby trip with 14 men. Yeah. yeah. No, so James is questioning me. He's like, well, it's lucky you're a giant pussy. So yeah. he's like, he's like, I'm so gonna oh, high fives, guys. Like, <laughs> I know how to handle you yeah. little pussies. <laughs> no, but it, it, it like eroded our confidence in him, first no, of absolutely, all. Absolutely, as, as, as it should. <laughs> but also, I was thinking about it. I was like, okay, if you're, let's say you are a 50 year old man that's a gynecologist yeah. right now, right? Married with kids, you everything's fine, you got your own practice, whatever. Someone like that, it's like, okay, that's that should be okay. But I know that they didn't become a gynecologist at 50 when they were married with kids and they're a responsible adult. They trained for that. They went into medical school at 18. They probably chose their specialty at 20. And you know that there's just a sliver of their personality that went... <laughs> Yeah, you know, and, and that is what makes it illegal. Okay, in yeah. my so if, if I guess play devil's advocate for a second, um, <laughs> my mate uh, Louise uh, and like all through uni, she's like works for uh, like GlaxoSmithKline now. Like one of the, she's like a fucking international manager. She's so high up, but at uni, like everyone has a shit job. She was a bra fitter, right? And just like all of the male friends, <laughs> that must be fucking awesome, right? And, and she's like, do you know who comes in to get their bras fitted? She's I'm like, who? Like not hot girls with low body fat. They know how big their boobs are. It's fucking hugely obese older women that I'm literally putting my back out to lift their tits up into a bra, okay? Oh, so no. just like that, a lot of hot girls aren't going in there just going, oh, my 20-year-old vagina's broken. It's yeah. a lot of nightmares, yeah. okay? So people don't go to the doctor when everything's cheap. <laughs> yeah. no, you know? no, absolutely I've seen, not. I've seen more dicks and vaginas <laughs> than you can imagine when I worked at the hospital and like not one of them no. you've been like, they're all like, oh, Jesus, wax, yeah. wax, for it, fuck's it's, sake. It's like, you know, some people say you're born with your sexuality, but I think being asexual, like you're a gynecologist first yeah. and then you don't bang anyone <laughs> afterwards. Like it's oh, fucking hell. Actually talking about like terrible testicle stuff and something that fucking scarred me as well, right? So my uncle is a doctor, right? So he's basically the one who saves this fucking ball in the end. My cousin was walking on a colorbond fence. Now, if you got colorbond oh, fence, no, it's right. I know it's on, on the top, it's like you know a piece of like flat colorbond, right? But when it's you're like a, a bracket that covers the yeah, shot, yeah, yeah, yeah it goes that over. stops this next injury from happening. So he didn't have that, and he was walking across the top of that in thongs because it's what a fucking idiot kid does. He's fucking Australian. Yeah, <laughs> slipped off. It went straight up. It cut into his fucking ball sack. He fell off and his ball come out of his fucking ball sack oh! and was fucking dangling as he's running inside, <laughs> flapping around fucking everywhere. My uncle is just a doctor who's like, 
I said to his wife, uh, you just have to pin him down with all your weight because we're going to pop this back in. <laughs> like, oh like, my and, God. and so like literally he said he was making a fucking sandwich. Went from that to ball meat. Had to fucking just get it fucking back in there. And he's like, mate, just cup your balls. We're going to hospital. <laughs> like, like, but like, I didn't know they just fucking dangled out. And that's that's what fucking Holy happens. Holy fuck. Like, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We had a, when I was playing basketball at the same like age that- Can I just say, James has like literally got the most athletic background <laughs> out of anyone I fucking know. And You'd never fucking guess it. Like, when like, I was a Division I one wrestler. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just like, just I was like, a junior Golden Gloves yeah, boxer yeah, in exactly. 2016. Like, it doesn't surprise me. He's been all over the world yeah. playing sports. Like the most accomplished fucking athlete yeah. I know. Like that's been unbelievable. Been to Scotland, saw some strippers, played rugby, went to Japan, saw some colonizers. Yeah. <laughs> saw some strippers, played rugby. Yeah. No, so, so anyway, we're not going to give him the golden boot. Uh, <laughs> so when I was dunking on some weak bitches in America, yeah, exactly. In Division so, 1 college Anyway, basketball. I was at partying at Kobe's house. And like, <laughs> like, hell, so right. I taught Michael Jordan the crossover. <laughs> I said to Tiger, don't go after those women. Like, that's just like, <laughs> I taught Manu to know with the Euro step. It was like, it wasn't thing. I said, Muhammad, if you keep doing this, you're going to get Parkinson's, man. Like, head hell. movement, brother. Head <laughs> movement. <laughs> Try some footwork. <laughs> Let me hell. show you a little shuffle that I've come up with. <laughs> You can even call it the Ali shuffle. Oh I'll give it to God. you. It's got oh. a better ring to it. Yeah, no, this this kid, right? So we were like maybe 14, 15, and his younger brother, who was like 12 or 11, he was super fucking annoying. Anyway, didn't see him for a while, like at the games and training and stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, what happened to your brother? Where's he at? You know? And he's like, oh, he's recovering from a uh, – he was climbing a tree. And there was like a metal, not a metal, it was like a branch like that. And he's climbing the tree, falls down, oh, legs no. either side, oh, no. pierced his scrotum, oh. and he lost the ball. Oh, no, it's a uni ball. And you, know, you know the worst thing? There's never a reason to climb a tree. Ever. Yeah. Like, there's no, but like, it's like, it's for a good cause. So like, yeah. no, no. Since, I mean, since we evolution from climbing yeah. trees to walking, yeah. there's no need to reverse it. It's because a bunch of monkeys lost the ball and they're like, we're getting the fuck out of this thing. Yeah. And like, same safe on the ground so like, no but i remember guy. like being in primary school and getting in trouble for like climbing trees and being like what we're supposed to this is what my all the boomers say go outside and climb trees and then i'm like oh this is why we don't do yeah, that yeah we that lose is. nuts doing <laughs> yeah. that dude i i've told the story on the pod before one of my cousin's friend we had like dirt jumps for your yeah, push bikes and shit when we were younger and his seat was fucked so he's like, oh, I'll just rip oh, it off. Jesus Christ. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, yeah, like he got, like, went downhill, did this huge. This podcast jump. is like a YouTube video I'd never watch. <laughs> like, this is, like, I'd read the description, fuck that next one. Like, fucking hell. Next. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so he's gone over the jump. And then as he's landed, he's just, like, sat back down, like, with the oh full force God. of the jump. And I think he saved his nuts. But he pierced his gooch. So the like the steel pole just went bolts like straight through the gooch. And like, yeah, it was it's, horrific. He just had this cylinder hole in his gooch. It's yeah, it's Fuck. it's awful when you get an injury that turns you into a marionette doll. Like yeah. it's just like ventriloquist doll fucking hell, dude. That's terrible. That's so fucking bad. I'd love to think that the like pole that the seat used to go on just has like the flap of skin perfectly cut. Like a cookie cutter. It's just fallen fallen down in there. To to hook back to Jackass for a second, um, like between like the last two movies, like Johnny Knoxville did.
did this like uh, it was a YouTube thing for like uh, the, the 20th anniversary of Jackass, and he got the most terrific injury he's ever had. And the worst thing is like uh, like when like like six months after he did it, that video only had 30,000 views, so it wasn't worth it, right? So he can basically had to do a jump on a bike, and so it was like going up a hill, and so it was pretty much at a 90 degree angle. Now when he come off, like all the guys are saying, kick the bike away from you, kick the bike away from you, kick the bike away from you, and he thought. It'd be funny for the bit if I just flailed and didn't kick the bike away from me, right? Oh, so, man. can you see the video? Very funny. Like, he's such a good fucking physical comic. What the thing that doesn't agree with him in that is his dick, right? Because basically, <laughs> what happened is like he went up, he didn't kick the bike away. So, as he's gone up this hill, he's on the bike, he's come down, and as he's landed, there was like a soft landing, but the bike, the front tires landed directly on his dick. Oh. Right? And when he got questioned, what did it look like? And he's like, kind of like an unrolled kebab. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they, they call this injury a degloving. Um, so like oh, the fuck. skin come off, all the insides fucking came oh, out. So he had God. to get rushed. He had to get like microsurgery, fucking everything. He had to piss through a catheter for two years. Oh my so any time that he got a boner, it burst all the stitches. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. And again, Dude, fuck waking up every morning. You'd be like, fuck. <laughs> But mate, for thirty thousand views, like that's not bad, right? Like, you got, got to do what you can for content. You're like, we'll take fucking it. hell, man! What a fucking nightmare! And in the actual video as well, they didn't cover that. It's just like it's like a wee man going, "Yeah, he did it," like, and he goes off in hospital. That's the end of it. They're like, we don't have budget for the fucking years following. His, this. his like, dick looks like it's been hit with a rolling pin. <laughs> fucking so bad. Oh, yeah. I need, I need to take a quick piss, boys. So we might yeah. have a quick break. Right, and we'll cool. be back after this. And we are back, you bunch of sluts. I don't know if I'm calling you sluts or, <laughs> or the listeners, but... Uh, Look, just think about the minority who's most offended, and we mean you. He's talking about any woman that has premarital sex. <laughs> <laughs> We've covered racism, yeah. pedophilia, and yeah. now we're being sexist. It's well, the holy trinity. Look, we made such a good case for Catholicism that I've become one now. So it's like <laughs> premarital sex, not into it. <laughs> Uh, and we're just having a little top up of a Cooper's XP. Yeah, man, I'm I'm loving this. And I said it at the beginning of the um, podcast, so like coming in here, it's just like first impressions looks very cool. But now I've experienced it for a couple of hours, even cooler. Like the fact that like you've got like you know the beers on tap and you've done everything. It's like most comics want shit to happen, but because they're just so perpetually disorganized, they don't even get more than five minutes of material. Elliot Stewart, right? So like, um, no, but the thing is like, to actually make this space as well, man, like, like you know, like Three Guys Made a Club, it's fucking hard to get anything up and running. So like, awesome work with this space, Thanks, dude. man. It's very I, cool. I've said before, I would never want to be a manager of comedians. It's just organizing to get comics to agree are you to just gonna take this dunking on you james or like <laughs> no it sucks i, I totally agree <laughs> like and i had to convince it, james to quit his job to go full-time at the club and yeah. it's like i made him walk into a fucking nightmare and i'm just like dude dude it's, oh, so, but it's so funny like even in the filming thing that you're doing which is kind of cool like going back and reading the messages i can't make it this day i can't do this day. i can do this day. and it's just like and then once you even agree on a day comedians are just so impulsive and just go with wherever the fun is. They're like, yeah. hey, man, I was going to come, but then I ended up going out last night and we fucking partied till four in the morning. Then I slept in. I've just woken up and I'm fucking... I'm yeah, and over. most comics that do that don't even go to open mics. They're like, so they're not, they're not even really doing comedy. Like, they're not doing fucking anything. What they have is ADHD. Like, that's... I, I absolutely have that, man, because yeah. people start talking to me and then just like that scene in The Simpsons where the monkeys are just clapping in Homer's brain, that's exactly what's going on in my head. <laughs> 
Like, just yeah. Constant. Well, the thing is, because like James invented a job for himself, so you can work it to like make your ADHD brain work essentially. Mm. Where any other boss would be like, okay. The way you work is fucking insane. Like, and we need to talk about this. And then halfway through that conversation, you would have went home. Yeah. Like, it's just like... I'd just be tuning out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, out. what were you saying? Yeah. <laughs> but it's nuts because, like, I, I couldn't work the way you work. But you get loads of shit done, but you just break it up in the most arbitrary way. I mean, yeah. it's, it's like, do like, uh, you know those, like, fucking, uh, like, my, my ex who was, like, a personal trainer, she had this, like, big foam dice that you roll uh, and different exercises you had to do, right? Yeah. But it's, so it's like you couldn't get in a routine. You roll this thing and then you've got to do that, like, burpees or whatever. That, that's the way you do manual labor like it's just like i'm gonna do my tax now i'm gonna get the gutters and you're like okay well, we don't even have gutters so i'm gonna find some and do it like it's just, like you need variation so yeah. much like and it goes based on vibe there's no there's no like structure to it it's just like yeah, i mean like this quarter move around a bit this quarter i didn't feel i didn't wasn't vibing my tax so it just didn't happen That's, like, it's so funny man as well and especially if you smoke a little bit of weed like if you smoke some weed yeah. and start doing housework like i'm gonna clean the bathroom and then like you get distracted and you walk in somewhere you're like oh fuck I need to fucking do this you start doing something yeah. else. so you start 15 tasks and get halfway through and then <laughs> and then eventually work backwards to complete yeah. all the tasks yeah, it's just like, exactly. you can't describe it to someone like most no. people would start a task finish the task go to the next yeah. one mm. someone with ADD they're just most like most people don't have you know several panic attacks while doing 15 different tasks so it's like <laughs> yin and yang it's, it's, it's fine yeah. no but like the way you work works really fucking well it's just I've never seen anyone work like that but the fact <laughs> it's working the club's doing well is incredible like yeah yeah it's just how, uh, what is your work style because i i'm unaware of winging it winging it yeah. yeah yeah basically i just like especially for like a monday which is like a admin heavy day yeah but it's also like usually we just leave the club looking like a bombshell after the latest show on the weekend so it's like I, I like to do that. So it's like at any point, whenever I'm like pulling my hair out, looking at spreadsheets, I can stand up and go and like move some chairs around and mop for an hour or two, then come back, do some graphic design, go and clean the bathrooms, come back, do a little bit of booking, go back out, stock the fridges. Like I just like to mix it up, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and we work in the same office. If there was a time lapse, I don't move. I'm just editing, yeah. right? <laughs> can James, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out. Like again, still being the most physical man I know, like, cause he's the, the athlete from like he's you know basketball player exactly he's still like moving around constantly he's, he doesn't player. stop but yeah well like we work so differently but we're both still getting shit mm. we're doing a lot more than Elliot is what yeah. I'm saying <laughs> like that's what I'm really getting at here like that's hilarious fuck it out Ah, you're making it work, so that's the most important. Yeah, no, yeah. James is making it work. Like, <laughs> I, I basically helped set it up, and I basically said this to James at the beginning. I'm like, I've done more work at the beginning, but long run, uh, I'm, I'm not doing any work. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> pretty much it. I paid my dues at the beginning. Now, James has done way more than fucking, like, me and Elliot ever will. So, it's like, if this goes down, what I'm trying to say is James's fault, okay? So, like... I did a great job setting it up. So like, you know, it's just like, you see companies that collapse, like Fargo Wells at some point was doing very well. And then like HIH also went down, but it was set up amazingly. I'm that guy. Yeah, okay, right. so yeah. It was Fargo well, now it's Fargo not so well. Yeah, so. Exactly, yeah. And that's- Yeah, no, I just do it on vibe, dude. That's yeah. like, and also I feel like some people, and especially comics as well, like bad comics, 
they d- they don't get the vibe of what's happening. So like that's why you get open I, micers that go up. They do the same set and bomb for four years straight. And it's like, how are you not picking up that people hate your this? work yeah. ethic is the same from the lawyer from the castle. Like you remember <laughs> that first thing where like the case goes terribly. It's like it's Marvo. It's the vibe. Yeah. And so they wrote that scene expertly to show a guy who has no idea what he's doing. Yeah. And James is like, that that's, is my career future. Yeah. Like that is I'm putting that like quote in my LinkedIn. Like yeah. that is. You're the lawyer from the castle. I I go on five. It's it's the five. It's It's five and five alone. I need big vibes. Oh my God, dude. I just can't. I tell you what, you know what you said? You said on Saturday, uh, Friday, when you came to watch the show, sat in the audience as like an audience member, you said legit. The vibe was wild. So wild what does vibe. that say? I was, hey? I was trying to connect with James on his terms. Yeah. This is like when a white guy uses too much black slang around yeah. their life. No, but like, but honestly, I'm giving you shit. The club is running better than it's ever run. Like, like, it's doing very. So keep vibing, keep doing that. Keep the vibe up, yeah. dude. Keep the vibes high. If you're feeling like once it's, I start not detecting vibes, yeah. then it's going to be a really rough patch. Yeah. It, and and this is the tough thing. This is what I was explaining. So I was on um yeah Ethan Bentley's podcast yesterday. Like my mate Clape figured out that it's it's just not a pipe dream. You can join the French Foreign Legion, and if you get there, you become a French citizen. And they absolve any criminal activities, like anything, like up to murder, if you sign up with them for six years, right? So that, that's always a bailout. So what? if you have like yeah, so if you can get a ticket to France and you sign up for six years with the French Foreign Legion, you can be a wanted criminal. They take you in and they'll give you immunity from like any other stuff, right? Snowden but, should do that. Oh, but dude, <laughs> here's the thing. It's like after 35, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, so you're not- all I'm trying to say is physically I couldn't have done it. Mentally I couldn't have done it. But now age-wise I can't do it. So like, <laughs> it's very difficult for me emotionally now because I'm really invested in your vibes now, James. <laughs> very, very invested that you vibe in the correct direction. So I'm fucked. I'm absolutely fucked now. And it's like, good to know for any of the listeners, as we said, this is an educational podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you get tied yeah. up if, in racism, yeah. sexism, or pedophilia, you know, you can just go to Look, France. Never, and- never get your balls checked by a no, doctor. No. Don't get your balls checked. <laughs> <laughs> Is like you know Epstein. If Work he was if he was under thirty five, could he gotten the Leader Express and become a great sniper? And everyone would have French accent been absolutely like, let Epstein and he would have been absolutely fine. How much was that? I just take you in, and because Frenchies are so arrogant, they're like we don't give a fuck. And then because like I, I think like Trump showed you, if you just don't care, yeah. you can just do. You can be the president. Who cares if you refuse to be shamed? And France have been that arrogant forever. Like this guy like murdered everyone. And you'd be like, yeah, but he's good. We have taken in Jeffrey, so what did touch a couple of you done? Exactly. All of the greats have done it. You praise the Michael Jackson. Look, he's in Mali shooting Africans. He smokes a long cigarette where he's a good dude. Okay, like fucking hell. Yeah. Also, the French are like, and the age of consent's 12 here. So. Yeah. <laughs> Epstein yeah. really missed the trait, didn't he? Technically, <laughs> Epstein is not a criminal. He's a man of genius. <laughs> These, like, ageist rules is what I'm trying to say. He's okay. an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I love. Oh, we're you, getting cancelled. So good. Listen, but age like, is just a number, and so is the amount of years you can join the French Forum. That's like. it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, go yeah. off vibe and vibe alone, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. And if the vibes are right, dude, that's all that matters. Look, all I'm saying is, hey, dad, guy, he missed a treat. Rolf Harris missed a treat. <laughs> yeah. Like all these guys. I'm trying to say, be a pedophile, young guys. Yeah. Like, that's, that's fine. We're trying the message. We're trying to get out to the public. Yeah. Vibe is the new consent. Is, is what I've taken away from this. Just vibe. French 
search Foreign Legion because after 35, you've got to straighten up your act. Okay? <laughs> so fucking hell. All right. Speaking so, about uh, vibes. Yep. Uh, is it time to roast? It is time to roast. Woo! It is time to roast. Because I don't like some of these vibes getting around by certain professions. That's okay. What I'm All right. Yeah. So every week we like to do a little Sunday roast. So let's get into it. The Sunday roast. And I stole that clip of some dude off YouTube. And you know what, dude? <laughs> The vibe was right, so I stole it. And if he ever gets angry, I'm just going to be like, sorry, bro, I was straight vibing, and I've been told that that's not a... Uh, and, and if you're good at, like, roasting, if he says anything, he knows he's going to get destroyed back. It's like, you know, Russia's military is fucked, but they've got nuclear weapons, so no one can do anything. Yeah, like. so we, we remain a bit Johnny Tightlips around there. Um, so I'll, I'll start us off with my Sunday roast. It is yeah. the... One and only Christy Lee Kennedy. So Christy Lee Kennedy has recently been found not guilty of intentionally running over her cheating husband and his lover in her car. So basically, long story short, this this crazy bitch uh, caught her husband in the act of uh, cheating with a woman and decided to run them over in a car and then it's subsequently gone to court and somehow or another... She's got the fucking best OJ since fucking Johnny Cochran and OJ Simpson. And she is found not guilty. Like, the jury just must be full of so many salty women that have been been cheated on or called fucking fat cunt and then, like, deleted off fucking TikTok or whatever happened to fucking I don't know what you could do. You get OJ's lawyer. You got to get a small garage because you're like, the car does not fit. You've got to acquit. Like, yeah. it's just if he like, could not find my clip, <laughs> you lost <laughs> the clip. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> so, wow. uh, like, the, the reason I'm roasting this bitch is I just think that, um, you know, as a uh, openly objective podcast, which we are, an educational yeah. podcast, which we are, <laughs> if the yeah. shoe was on the other foot, like if a man caught her cheating with, a man, with another man and he ran them over in a car... I feel like this guy would get crucified. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that can, also happens like weekly. Yeah, but, <laughs> well, but, but, like, but, but here's the other thing. Um, someone has done that and they got away with it, OJ. So like <laughs> it's one for one now. There I go. feel we've got one, they've got one. <laughs> now everyone going forward, you can't kill your spouse. <laughs> you right? know what? I feel, so I'll just put that on the record. Okay? I've done a lot of me. bad things, but that is, I feel like I can get behind. Do not kill your spouse going forward. Yeah. Okay, like... I'm back, on, I'm back on board. Maybe she should just be our fucking hero of the week. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe I need to rename this from fucking, fucking, sh- <laughs> fucking to the Sunday toast. Yeah. yeah. The Saints. Yeah. The Sunday toast. And you know what OJ's <laughs> doing now? OJ's giving golf advice. Hello, Twitter yeah, world. On YouTube. Yeah. Like I also mental. saw he joined Twitter and then was just tweeting, like, being like, listen. Maybe I killed it. <laughs> <laughs> the best or his golf advice is like, hello, Twitter world. Make sure you get yourself a glove that fits. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see her uh, sports column in the future as well. I'm, so looking, I'm looking forward to it. So, you know what? Maybe there is a little bit of pushback and maybe this chick is fucking possibly Australian of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like she has represented so many psycho bitches that men out there have dated. We've all dated a bitch that you've made you want to jump out of a car or a bedroom window or at least headbutt a bridge. Brick wall. So to you, Christy Lee Kennedy, I have gone from a roast to a toast. <laughs> You're a fucking sick cunt. Keep mowing down cheating boyfriends. Yeah. 
until the appeals, and if she goes to jail, terrible person. But like until then, and like you can kind of also change like that with George Pell. (laughs) I I said pedophile, great bloke. I'd I'd have dinner with him, John Howard, and Tony Abbott. (laughs) Can you imagine those fucking dickheads having dinner with him? Anyway, say what you want about George Pell, great host. He's a good cook. She actually having a look at Christy here. She actually has like hot girl, like yeah, high school vibes. Dude, she's actually like, like like she looks like a hot PE teacher or something. Yeah, she's hot, but she you can tell that she's got that element of crazy into the it, worst you know thing I mean? is if i was single i would definitely roll the dice <laughs> like absolutely. i would absolutely <laughs> she looks like, like she has engaged in anal sex at one point in her life look <laughs> she's like uh, like i don't know if you guys remember dido right she was like a pop star back in the day she was hot I but not but her. not too hot that i wouldn't be able to bang and that's why i liked her even more it's <laughs> she was a solid six and as a six myself i was like yeah i might be up there she's like attainable hot which is what yeah. I like. I'm like, you know what? If I was getting run over by her, I'm like, she did me a favor in the bedroom. I kind of deserve this. <laughs> and I, th- I think that Newcastle as a city is like the attainable hot. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's, exactly. it's got, we've got the beaches. <laughs> we've got fucking good people. We've got some hot people, but it's not out of reach. You know Look, what I mean? Like, we've got the beach and you've got uh, loads of places you can get glassed. Like it's, it's the yin and the yang there. It is the yin and, it is the, yin and the yang and uh, it's a great place to live. Old Newcastle. But James, you said that you've got some people that you feel a profession yeah. that you need. All podiatrists. We're dragging them across the coals. Podiatrist. Okay, so like, 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 foot doctors. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because like, <laughs> no, because like, there's that classic Robin song, and she goes sore in your foot like a pediatrician, and everyone's like, that's so stupid. But I've heard that song so much that it actually replaced what a podiatrist does in my brain. <laughs> Robin made me as dumb as her. Like, okay, so it is, it is the foot dog. How did no one pull her up on that? Because it rhymed, and she's Swedish, and they're just like, it's close enough, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. No, Maddie yeah, was like, she was an attainable funny. six. Yeah, I, dude, I, I love Robin as well. This is it. <laughs> All I'm saying is, Rachel, if you're listening, I'm. Punching above my weight. Okay, so like you're not a six, all right? So, yeah, no. Maddie was like, it, it would be funny though. People like going into podiatry and being like, when do we learn about other illnesses kids can have? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like we've covered a lot of feet stuff, yeah. but no. But so I have a guy that I used to uh, play rugby with. He's a few years older than me, so he was like obviously further through his uni career. George, when Cregan. I was like, yeah. <laughs> no, so I was like in year twelve. He was like close to finishing uni. Like, good bloke, whatever. Could never look at him the same again after he came out with a Facebook post. Everyone, I finally graduated. I finally got my dream job as a podiatrist. I'm sorry, that's never a dream job. That's like forensic cleaner. No one ever dreams about James, it, but uh, eventually you're like, hey, it's good money. I could do this. That's what a podiatrist should all, be. All, all I'm saying, saying is not a dream job, but Quentin Tarantino was like, fuck, yeah. I, hate being a, <laughs> I hate being a filmmaker. I'm <laughs> like, fuck this. Yeah, if I could jam in some <laughs> more foot sands. <laughs> exactly. Dude, he wouldn't have had to have the whole facade of making Pulp Fiction, Kill Bill with that foot scene. If you just touched them all day, he just didn't have the grades to go to uni, so we had to do the second best do, thing. Do, so. do you think that like this is along the same route of gynecologists where we know that they're just fucking low-key creep concept. We're just like, oh, I get to see vaginas. Do you reckon it's like guys that have foot fetishes that are like, how do I get to be exposed to as many feet as possible? Yes, and yeah. listen, like, it, it's it's the same kind of thing, but at least the gynecologist, it's like, that's slightly more normal. This is even worse. That's why I've saved this part for this segment. Yeah. 
Because this is like, you're a weirdo. If you're 19 and you're stoked, you are now a podiatrist, you've been into feet for a long time. Very all, long time. All, all I'm saying is if you don't want to seem like a creep, you've got to get really good at writing gangster <laughs> films that are in a non-sequential order. Because <laughs> like, like I, I watched from Dust to Dawn the other day, like, about, like through the scope of like his fucking foot fetish. There's a scene because like, I don't know if you guys have seen Dust to Dawn. It's a vampire film. And then all of a sudden, Quentin Tarantino is in it sucking Selma Hayek's feet. <laughs> like, and you're watching it and you're like, I don't think this adds to the plot at all. Yeah. Like, also, I thought vampires suck blood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's literally sucking a feet in a body. Like, Jesus. He's just giving, giving the toes the gawk gawk 3000. So I'll, tell you what's, I'll tell you what's funny about that. Quentin Tarantino as well in, uh, in Django as well just has this random bit where he's just fucking teeing off on Samuel L. Jackson just calling him the N-word, doesn't he? Yeah, because, like, he's basically... Well, it's in one film that he's just, like, gone yeah. full on a racist rant. I can't remember which uh, one it Dude, was. like, he drops, he, he drops, like, the N-word constantly. But, like, when you're in your own cinematic universe, you can give yourself a pass for anything you want to do. Yeah. So, like, N-word, sucking Selma Hayek's toes, like, anything <laughs> you want. And the thing is, like, if you're a podiatrist, you can't suck Selma Hayek's toes. She comes in, you got to say, look, you need some topical cream. You can't be like, let's pop that in my mouth. Because, like... <laughs> Where the cream, it's better. It's natural. Like it's fucking. I hell. might just try suck them and see if that <laughs> fixes the problem. I need you to come back every two days. Yeah, I, I suck them for fifteen minutes. I diagnose by taste, actually. Yeah. No, but I was thinking about it. it's like if I had to be a podiatrist, right? Yeah. This is my practice: the dreaded four thirty p.m. appointment. Right. You can't be doing a 4.30 p.m. appointment. So that means someone's been on their feet oh. for most of the day, yeah. knocked off yeah. slightly an hour early, which in terms of the feet situation oh, does not give you that much. I'm opening my practice 5 a.m. till midday. That, that's my operating hours. So you have to wake up early to get there, and it should also be like, like a brothel where you have to go in and have a shower first. James's yeah. podiatry, like a brothel. <laughs> Come in, get a Coke and a pie, and get your feet scrubbed. In 15 minutes, between 12 and 2 p.m., it's 150 bucks, and I specialise in trainees. You are such a maniac sometimes. <laughs> oh, this is the best episode we've ever done. Oh, my God. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, uh, shout out to that brothel. What a fucking... What a, what, a, what a place. If you're in the Queensland district, please get down to Harlots. Just I, I would love if you started getting advertising and it was them. Now, if they approached you and said, hey, look, we want to do 500 bucks a month, would you take that? Absolutely. <laughs> and they said, not, th not money in uh, services rendered. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, there'd be a few discussions that I'd have to have with inside the household to make sure that I'm still allowed. You'd be like, in. honey, first up... Um, I'm going to be eating a lot of pies soon. Yeah. So it's like... Second of all, I'm going to be taking a lot more showers. You know? Yeah, also, you know how, like, sponsors often don't, like, pay you? They just send you the product to you? Yeah. Like, they just ship you a case of frozen pies and a flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> a, a case of Coke, 24 fucking Mrs. Max... To get you through most of the month. And then once every two weeks, Tiffany rocks up at your door. She's like, Cam, okay, here for my 12.30. Smoking a cigarette. She's in clear heels and a fucking Just leotard. trying to chat to your accountant. How can I make this a deduction? Because, like, this is fucking hell. She's like, you come from the pie and the coke, but you keep the herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tiffany. Far out. Oh, fuck, what a laugh. Oh. Get rid of the beer review, start having a pie review. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just do, a, do the best breakdown of the pies. <laughs> we do hooker performance, how long we lasted, what was our favourite position. 
<laughs> How long we kept it up? For Sunday all? spit roast. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, man. Fucking hell. Hey, man, I'd have you as a repeat guest every week. (laughs) You'd be renting out the fucking garage. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Sunday yet? (laughs) That's fucking gold. Oh, fuck. All right, boys. Thank you. I think we might leave it there. It's a good way to end the episode. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks Uh, for having us, mate. Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. The feed, the lovely space. Yeah, thanks for not having RSA laws in here because yeah. I'm fucking hammered. <laughs> Just uh, thankfully you've got someone driving you home. So wined, dined and 69. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming on the Sunday service. If you'd like to give yourself a quick social media plug and let them know where can they get tickets to the Newcastle Comedy Club. Uh, NewcastleComedyClub.com.au Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, all that business. Uh, yeah, and if, and if anything I've said, you think about cancelling me, my name is Elliot Stewart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unemployed. Yeah, I'm unemployed. Yeah, and I'm a little geek. That's no, you can't make my life any worse. That's, that's really and you it. guys are also doing a radio show once a week as well. If you could let them yeah. know where they can listen to Newcastlelive.com.au slash radio. It's live every Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you can also find it on Spotify. Just look up Newcastle Comedy Club and all the episodes are there. Give it a listen. It's a great laugh. Make sure you get down to the Newcastle Comedy Club if you're in the area on Tuesdays for the open mics, Friday and Saturday for the showcases. Follow me at underscore Bradley Bishop on uh, Instagram. Give the show a rating and a uh, comment. Help us get into that comedy algorithm. And as always, I'll smoke weed every day. Thank you for listening. Dr. Dre's the shit, by the way. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on, boys. Thanks for having us, mate. Yeah, man, fun (laughs) ass. Ripper. See you, cunts.